quick, over here. This is official Harper business. You can't tell this to anyone. Here's how it goes. Hello, and Brown welcome to D4, where I dust it. And I, Devin, co-DM a fifth edition game of Dungeons. And Dragons. <laughs> this week, we are joined by a tyrant of talent, a beast of beauty, a towering treasure, a dictator of decency. Okay. That's right. It's me. It's me. Oh. <laughs> it's the colossally charming, the impending inspirer, Jesse Jerdak. <laughs> Welcome to the table. Thanks for having me. I, after an intro like that, I man, I hope we don't say something awful. <laughs> Live up to it. That's why we put dictator and tyranny in there. So I appreciate we, that. Yeah. Soften the blow. Yeah, 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 yeah. soften a bit. Yeah. Got it. Um, but. but Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mood lighting. Give your eyes to, to the veil, veil, for you are seen by the, the dread beings. Give your teeth to the veil, for it will consume you. Give your hands to the veil, for it will guide those that are touched. Give your heart to the veil, for it is all that matters. Give your mind to the veil, for it cannot be forgotten. And give tribute to the veil, for the midnight world is upon you. The Midnight World is a new take on horror role-playing games that one of which a character's mental health is an important to their survival as physical health. Developed by two combat veterans, the Midnight World seeks to approximate feelings of anxiety, depression, and PTSD in a way that is respectful to both sufferers and safe for players to explore. You can get your PDF or hard copy of the Midnight World for 15% off by using the link on your screen, in the chat, or from our social media posts. So tune in on October 30th for a special spooky Halloween one-shot run by one of the creators himself as we explore a story within the Midnight World. And without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4. That was awesome! That was awesome!
And we're back. Welcome. Last time, on Discourse, determining a different dictator, the BFGs awoke to a revitalized Tomi yelling at them to get the day started so that they could meet the tyrant of Mintarn and discuss how they can be compensated in favor of getting provisions and their ship repaired. Before leaving, Seisha resummons her steed and finds that the celestial blue, blue flame mane of Bernie is now a thick, billowing fog. And the group eats some unique foods from the morning vendors. The journey begins with them leaving the Queen's Cove of Pirates and traversing through the tropical woodlands along disappearing paths. Thanks to Karina's navigational skills as a druid and a little help from a raven that seems to be following the group. Uh, they are able to stay on trail and not get lost. They took in the sights of old dwarven kingdoms embedded in the far-off mountains, cascading waterfalls, and even some local fauna or elemental monkeys and a dreaded Kamadin that hunted them like prey. After encountering the Kamadin, the party took a short rest where Vinley sent a message to her sister in response to the harsh animal messenger she received the night before. However, she was met with an even harsher reply, telling her sister not to return home. They shortly made it to the vibrant and clearer shores of the White Sails port at the foot of the castle of Mintar. There, they were greeted by Maximilian, to the max, Sinclair, who led them to meet the debonair Lord Tyrant Aiden. After learning a little bit about the history of Mintarn, Aiden, and how he became Tyrant, he asked for their favor by helping choose a new one. The group departed and thought about their mission, while some scoured the castle's extensive library of smut literature. In their discussion, they found a prestige in Max as their prime candidate and challenger to become the new tyrant. However, through some misunderstanding, when Karina approached him, he took it as an invitation on a date. <laughs> they eventually all ended up at a tavern called the Dirty Armadillo, where Max met them to watch a burlesque show about overcoming the past and visualizing the positive future you set out for yourself. A fitting theme for the party, and for the future they discussed with Max. The next day, the BFGs have Max challenge Aiden to a game of three dragon ante, and although Aiden tries to use sleight of hand, Max easily bests the former sea captain. Max accepts the burden of tyranny and promises to do what is best for Mintarn and its people to the max as Aiden descends into his blue Glaucus submersible filled with his goblin crew. I'm so jealous! <laughs> the party returns to the Chain Mermaid to find that Vinley's undead had turned against the crew, and two were taken down um, by the crew, but the rest were locked away into the hull below. The rest of the 10 day is mostly enjoyed by the party exploring the nearby coast, enjoying dates, or the, in the nightlife, or picnics in the waterfall that overlook the isle. But now, they sail a few days out into the trackless sea, until a sea of swords is now behind them. Yes. I would just like, for note takers out there, it was uh, Miley and Shanae that were, unfortunately, met their demise. Okay, so not Trixie and Katya. Not Trixie and Katya. Okay, good. Thank good. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, so. Yeah. Yeah. Miley and Shanae. Mm -hmm. Miley and Shanae. Okay. Yep. They will be missed. <laughs> <laughs> but the BFGs look out to a horizon of empty sea that will be their only friend for the next couple of months. Days are long, sometimes boring, which is a good thing, for an interesting day at sea is oftentimes not a very fun one. However, 
The monotony makes the days bleed together and it's hard to say exactly what day it is anymore. We begin tonight's story with the sun setting off the bow. The sky is open and clear as the first glimmers of stars begin to peek through the dark horizon to the far back of the ship. The crew seems to be a little more alive than usual as Gariel approaches you, Seisha, in your shared captain's quarters, as you look over the recently acquired book that reminds you of home. Hey, Angel. Oh, oh. you looking at something new to try later? Oh, uh, I, sure. All right. <laughs> I'll just bookmark this page. <clears throat> yeah. How you holding up? Things have been hard for you. The group, hell, even the world. And I know you've been trying. Don't give up. I, uh... I really messed up. And... I'm... I'm rebuilding. Um... I miss her. And I... I wish I'd had a chance, but, um... We have purpose, so that's what I'm focusing on. And it's like I have always said, just don't forget who you are. Don't forget what makes you. you. Oh, I'm, I'm but just a sparkle in your sea of stars. No, no, Gary, you bring out the best in me. Well, I can honestly say you bring out the best in me, too. <laughs> a side that I did not think I had possible to have. Mm-hmm. I saw it all along. Suddenly, a deep howl of wind and souls echo out from the ship all around you outside the, the captain's quarters. Was Venley casting a ritual? <laughs> I don't know. We should probably go out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, And as you run out on the deck, you see the entire ship has changed and is decayed. The sails and rigging are nothing but tatters of old nets, rope, and tarpaulin as they hang and billow with the sound of old, eerie wooden chimes and bones. The lanterns that run along the railings and posts of the ships are now covered with, like, haunting draperied uh, cloth. Um, And you see a few corporeal figures in flowing ghostly tatters with sorrowful unmoving faces however your passive investigation as high as it is hooks out that it's all illusions and decor with everyone wearing rags and simple masks of haunted faces okay please forgive the ruse but hopefully this little spooky tradition and a few falsehood will help you be a little closer to your mother. I tried to get everyone involved, but I'm not sure exactly who is who. And what is everybody doing at this moment? And what would you like to add to the atmosphere? As uh, Gary will look to you and say, happy liars night. So I, I am skulking around the deck and I am sprinkling uh, seeds along the banisters on the edge of the ship and druid crafting them into blue shimmering uh, seaweed clinging to the side of the boat. And just so it looks like it's just draping over the edges. Awesome, awesome. So for Seisha, you just see like, just, I'm probably in starry form to make it look spooky, but 
like starry form chalice and just letting these shimmering seaweeds grow over the edge of the boat. Awesome. I, uh, I take a broom. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. I take a broom, I prop it up, I grab a bed sheet. Alright. Take a bed sheet. I take a few bed sheets actually because I, I I couldn't find a ball. So I wad up a bed sheet underneath the bed sheet. Right. And I like put it on the top of the broomstick. I find like a way to like tape it in place and it's propped up against the wall and then there's the sheet draped over and I I got some uh, gunpowder that would be on a mm -hmm. ship in this game, and yeah. I do a little, little eyes on the bed sheet, and it's a little ghost, <laughs> right? But I yes. get behind it, and I go, Ooh. <laughs> and I like pick up the edges of the sheet and go like, Ooh. yep, and. Uh, this sheet ghost is nowhere near the size of you. So this <laughs> yeah. massive yeah. seven foot four Goliath yeah. is just crouched down behind. Yeah, crouched behind this little, little sheet ghost. Sheet ghost, Ooh. just Ooh. shoulders poking out on each side, but just like. puppeteering me. Yeah. Envision that. That's what I'm doing. Oh my God. It's the ghost on the ghost ship. Yep. Oh, man. Um, I get a little hat for him at some point and go, I'm the dead captain <laughs> And he's a captain of the ship. I attempt he to look frightened. <laughs> uh, let's go to Ray, Petunia. Uh, Petunia has... Um, Someone has likely assisted her into the rigging that she is probably, like, swing setting off of one of the things with because no one is uh, trusting her to stay on her feet at this point, but she's got <laughs> Fog Cloud cast around the around the ship. Not, you know, obviously a, a certain amount of way to where no one can, like, you know, trip over something, you know, if anyone would do that. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's mostly what she's doing. Okay. Uh, yeah, also that. hanging up little paper bats. <laughs> I'd say you were oh, hanging paper bats. bats when you like got tangled up in the netting <laughs> and and no one cut you down because you're safe. <laughs> and you just were like, fog cloud. Bats. I did this on purpose. <laughs> you're a cloud of bats. I believe you. It was deliberate. I believe you. Harold. Um, stepping up from the, the stairs down into the, the bowels of the ship comes Harold with his mask on. I cast Major Illusion, and I have included in the 20-foot cube a series of what looks like pirate skeletons that are now dancing with me. Oh, no. Uh, with all of the fervor of the funk of 40,000 years, uh, all of us come up snapping and dancing uh, to a tune that Harold is playing on his accordion um, that I can't say out loud. <laughs> would you say it's thrilling? I would say it's a pretty thrilling event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of music that makes you hee-hee, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but that's what Harold is doing. And then, last but not least, Finley. 
So all of the crew are outfitted with little tattered outfits because they already look spooky. They're dead. And earlier, Vinley had casted fly on herself and flew down to the where the ship meets the water and went around and casted Mordenkainen's private sanctum where the boat meets the water. So as they sail through the water, it looks like with her blue mists that usually accompanies this spell, that the ship is no longer gliding ac- across the water, but it's, a, it's gliding across mist. And it's that gray, dull mist that we saw in the throne room of your mother. And Vinley has casted Alter Self on herself with her black armor to just kind of look like a lich. Like, really sunken features and just, like, spooky. And, like, her eyes are glowing blue like her undead do. And she's just kind of sitting there kicking her legs off the edge of the boat, kind of trying for the first time in her life to look creepy. (laughs) And she's just, like, sitting there with T-Rex arms, like... (laughs) I'll sprinkle seaweed, (laughs) glimmering seaweed over your shoulders, too. There is another thing. When you opened the door, there was an alarm set alarm spell set okay and so that whenever anyone comes on to the brig it says boo <laughs> in Lily's <laughs> voice <laughs> oh man i don't know why when you said fly i imagined sarah jessica parker and hocus pocus like singing to the children <laughs> that that's on brand yeah <laughs> oh um arrakis speaks up as he removes the the ghoulish face that hangs around his, and you can see the the horns that kind of peek out from behind it. Um, Let tonight also represent those we've lost. Gone, but not forgotten. May Quran ferry their spirits to whatever outer plane calls them home. He's a really nice guy. I can't believe you guys did this. Surprise! Thank you. Just because we're on a boat doesn't mean we can't have fun. Exactly. I guess so. <laughs> I'm actually going to adjust my starry form, not for any mechanical reasons, just because of a skeleton. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all. <laughs> um, and, uh, the crew brings out a bunch of gourds that were acquired at Mintarn. Uh, And you guys can, uh, as, yeah, uh, large uh, pumpkins. Oh my gourd. Oh my gourd, okay. Um, But as this is happening, Petunia, um, there is a rogue wind that washes over the ship, causing the rigging (laughs) To swing as a net that's wrapped around your uh, ankle. (laughs) One of the sails billows and fills, causing the line to go taut as you are instantly hoisted up another 40 feet into the air, up to the block, causing you now to dangle upside down. The rigging jibes across the backside of the ship. And I need you to make a uh, deck save or a strength save. Your choice. Okay, strength. (laughs) <laughs> Do we see I this happen? Mm. But it's like instantly uh like you, it's yeah. like Nineteen. Huh? Nineteen. Nineteen, okay. Uh 
as this all happens in an instant, because if you've ever been sailing and if a rogue yeah. wind comes and that oh, thing yeah. jibes, yeah. you better I'm get out of the way. But the line goes loose for a second, but you're able to uh, catch yourself on the netting. Um, yeah, it basically tang your luck catches and you get tangled <laughs> again. So you don't go overboard, but you're just kind of like dangling and just kind of swaying now uh, over over the edge, just kind of like just rocking back and forth. Can I dragon form to go get her? But oh, of course. Okay. Uh, as you are dangling there, you notice something off the side of the ship, like kind of as you look off uh, onto the sea itself. A small iceberg, which is off the starboard bow, which is strange. Because although it is well into fall now, given your last point of origin, you know you were close enough to the equator of Toral that there should not be any ice in the water. All right. So you'll you'll hear you know a very distance. Hey guys, no one is no one is using illusion for an iceberg, are they? No. What? Iceberg? Also, can someone get me down, please? Oh. Yeah, on my way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pop to a spooky dragon. A spooky and, uh, dragon. I don't know how a constellation looks spooky. Let me have it. <laughs> the stars. The open. stars are going out. They're like <laughs> stars. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll fly up to you. I'm gonna go look over the side of the ship. Okay. Make a perception check. Whatever. No. Just be. I, I rolled a one. <laughs> Can't see an iceberg right in front you, of your face. You, <laughs> yeah, you, you, uh, you look out, but uh, you had started to put, like, using uh, Harold's disguise kit. You could put makeup yourself to maybe yeah. you make yourself look like a skeleton or something. And oh, that, it's in my eye. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, oh, that burns. I already put my contacts in. Some of the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I also take a look? Like Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Anybody who wants to make a perception check that is more than welcome. when your hair spraying and you go, oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, 16. Okay, uh, Karina does manage to fly down, grab <laughs> Petunia. It takes a, a little bit to untangle the yeah. nest of n nets that yeah. she's somehow wound herself up. We don't up even in. have this many nets on the ship. <laughs> I, I have my signal. I'll just like... Yeah. If I can determine it's not load-bearing rope, I'll just um, Most of, like, so the sails aren't at, like, full, yeah. uh, they're, like, probably at most half sail right now, okay. and a lot of the rigging and extra tarpaulin is just kind of hung, so that's why it's been very okay. precarious for Petunia yeah. right now. I'll, uh, I'll get her out. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so you can easily cut her out. Yeah. Um, and then what did you get, Harold? Yeah, 16. 16? 16. Okay. Floating on the small bit of ice, maybe 10 feet in diameter, uh, in size, you see a figure. And in turn, the figure floating on ice sees a ghost ship, but solid in form, obscured by fog. But surprisingly, no holes are, uh, or sea rot or barnacles are upon its hull. However, it is covered in soaking kelp as it, is as it looked like it has been drugged up from the bottoms of the sea. And you see at the edge the railings being filled by haunting figures and ghostly ghouls as a, a horrifying Draco Lich now <laughs> <laughs> flies around. Uh, Jesse, if you could please describe your character and what they are currently doing. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so you see me, I am uh, standing on my uh, iceberg, uh, and I see you uh, uh, pulling up, and there is a big, terrifying ghost ship. Uh, I am pulling up my pants for no suspicious reason, <laughs> and I am, uh, uh, I, I say, uh, yeah, he- hello, creepy ghosty, uh, please go away. Um, you, you see, um, he's he's very tall and spindly. He's 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 wearing what would have been kind of like a naval finery or maybe something uh, like almost like a pirate garb, but it's it's been shredded and pierced. It looks like it's been weathered with seawater and time. Um, it looks older, maybe from a from a from a, uh, a bygone time. It's hard to say. Uh, and the, the guy, he's got this this deep blue skin, and I I don't know how close how close are we, DMs? Uh, I would say you're probably a hundred to hundred and twenty feet off the starboard bow. That's close enough. He's got this preposterous uh, pompadour of just jagged icicles coming out of the top of his head, uh, sh- ex- extending from his shoulders, his elbows, and a little bit maybe on the chin. You can kind of make that out. Uh, and he's kind of nervously waving. Hello, uh, ghosts. Um, hey, man. Oh, my do you eyes. See, do you see the dancing <laughs> skeletons have not stopped behind me? They're still going. <laughs> like, yeah, as you, as you get closer, you can now point... see that those skeletal undead, they're they're doing a dance. <laughs> can somebody point to what my mask looks like so that Jesse knows what I currently look yeah. like? And right. so, yeah. <laughs> that terrifying thing right there. So, yeah. uh, this is a very uh, unexpected... Um, <laughs> I could say the same thing about you. Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Iceberg. This is my country. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, President Dictator, where, where are we working with here? Uh, Petunia, I'm going to put you down. I, I, I'm sorry. What? Thank you. Are you the president, the dictator? What, what's your? I'm just going to fly over to Dictator. I okay, that dictator one. of Iceberg. Of Iceberg, uh, yeah. Well met. I oh shit, and I take my mask off, <laughs> and I'm just a very handsome half elf, and I'm yeah. like. I like that hey a lot man, more. Uh, just sorry to encroach on your country's space. Do you want to remain the dictator, or would you like to come aboard? And well, as, I would love to come aboard. And as you say that, you feel like this gust of wind behind you. Just and you look, and there's a massive Draco Lich. <laughs> just kind of. Is, 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 uh, gonna land. is she with you? The yeah. ice. Yeah. Oh, it's a, oh, oh, yeah, you're, you're standing in oh, my knife hole. Offload, offload. Yeah, it's all right. That's that's where I make the poop deck. Be careful. Um, so, oh. Uh, yeah. oh. I like this guy already. So, um, yeah, hi. I'm, uh, I'm... Hi, I'm Karina. Karina, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, my name is very long, and I have it written down. Um, <laughs> my name is uh, Albrecht Baldemar Eisenstein, uh, but you can call me A-B-E, Abe. Uh, oh, I like that. Your name is Karina. This is yes. what you normally look like. Oh, shit! No, you no. don't look like shit. You are a glorious dragon. No, I'm actually um, a medium attractive dwarf. Oh, that's not true. You're very attractive, Karina. Venley, oh. don't make me fall in love with you. Venley uh, is one of your friends. Up there yes, the, they're the all our friends. Uh, it's not. It's not a ghost ship. We just Ooh. we decorate. We decorated it for a holiday. Ooh. Oh. He is still doing What kind moves. of uh, holiday does the ghosts have? Um, really? I don't right know. I'm not from around here, but they're really getting me in the spirit. I am a ghost. A voice don't calls. Listen to this. <laughs> a voice calls down from the ship. Where do you hail from? Uh, from very far away. Uh, why do you ask? 
I fr I hail from currently from uh, Iceberg, which is He's I think sinking. There's a very big dragon on it. I'm floating. <laughs> he was also taking a poop on there. I wasn't gonna call him out on it, but he he made the poop deck joke, so now I feel comfortable doing so. Yeah, there's like a little uh, uh, vanilla ice cream in the back. <laughs> uh, are we gonna talk about this again? <laughs> Welcome to D4. <laughs> That's so on brand, you have no idea. Oh. We, we have a lot of conversations about bathrooms. Yes. Did you know there's a thing called indoor plumbing? <laughs> I, we don't have that in Iceberg yet, but uh, <laughs> I shall uh, post a request to the, the shitty council. <laughs> Captain, don't bring him aboard. What? There's a man, a castaway. There's a man overboard. Oh, he's like kind of like coming back from the cat, the the cabin, uh, a little more like spookily attired, and you know, uh, uh, a little more like uh, uh, was getting dressed up for the occasion. Well, let me see, what do we got? He's uh, on an iceberg. Are you stranded here? Uh, for I, I was stranded, and then I made it mine own. So now this is the grand country of Eisenberg. So, uh, does, does all that hurt? Yes, all the time. Oh. Well, you poor thing. What's, Thank you uh, very much. What's your name, friend? Oh, uh, my name is, uh, it is uh, Albrecht uh, Baldemar Eisenstein. Uh, you can call me Abe. It's A-B-E. It's a clever... Uh, well, let's get you off really and up easy. here it's and toss him a rope. Let's get him up. Sorry. I'm going to make sure you get the rope. Tie it nicely around your waist. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, just uh, a little lich dragon so, be like, hold on, I'll get you nice and snug. Why, why don't you this, just carry him? This one says, uh, He's too it big. is ghosts. Oh. Uh, the, the one doing the thing with the little cloth is ghosts. No, no, we're, we're all people. All right. Well, no, she is a ghost. I'm standing there looking like an, like an arc lich, just looking down. I look normal. Except I have one eye that's just pouring fog. I am so <laughs> that is one hundred percent true. I am hunched behind my ghost sheet boy, still puppeting that guy. Well, I, I, I'm not going to lie; it gets a little lonely on my spare. No, it's liar's night. That's what is they call that it. Why they're lying about being the ghosts. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, I get it. All right, come on. Uh, uh, what was your name? Glorious dragon. Again. Karina, I'm not a dragon. Mm. I'll show you on Liars the boat. Liar's night, I get it. You're not a dragon. I'll show, you, I'll show you on the boat. I kind of don't want to fall into the water right now. Sure, sure. I'm just going to fly back to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And um, then pop back. <laughs> I am Captain Ghost. That's V. So I'm welcome to come aboard. You're yeah. welcome. Sure. All right. Thank you. Uh, Captain? Alright, and you see before you this uh, very voluptuous redhead, like fire engine red hair that oh. kind of billows out uh, from a, uh, a, a tricorn hat uh, that yeah. you kind of <laughs> looking over you and kind of goes, Captain uh, Gary L. Greywind, welcome to the Chain Mermaid. My, my pleasure. And, and uh, if, I, if I may, Captain, to come aboard uh, and... Uh, you see him kind of take a leap into the air and ice rises from the uh, sea to kind of meet his feet. And he kind of slides up just on board himself. He's okay, got... that was cool. Yeah, and you see it like dissipates cool, like as yeah. he <laughs> skirts, uh, skirts around. And now I'm just a little dwarf with half braided black hair. 
Oh, you lied to me. You said you were only medium attractive. <laughs> Very attractive. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. So, kind of a peculiar predicament you find yourself in. Yeah, no, yeah, I find myself in all kinds of predicaments. Uh, this one is more peculiar than the rest. How'd you wind up in the middle of the ocean on an iceberg? You would not believe it, but some people find me quite obnoxious. Uh, and uh, mine... Oh, uh, no. oh, I understand. Hi, I'm Seisha. Seisha, a pleasure. And, and he takes your hand, deep bow, kisses the top of your hand, if oh. that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just just a... like, and it, But it doesn't break eye contact, because uh, he's weird. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's like, it's a pleasure to meet you, Seisha. Are you a dragon as well? No. No. And no. Uh, there's a ghost child over here. Yeah. And uh, ghost yeah, lady goes, over here. Ooh, I'm a ghost captain. I'm not a child. I'm a grown man, man. Shows <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, and should, I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 pretty impressed. Not breaking character at all. Like like you are the she is saying. committed. <laughs> uh, Harold, you were saying. I was just saying. Well, you know, maybe the bit can wait long enough for him to see the real you, and then you can go back to Ghost Captain. He can see her. She's right behind it. <laughs> she is kind I of know, hard to miss. I don't know. I heard. I I did hear. You know, I, a very wise man once said that there's no such thing as a bad bit. That's true. Very wise man would say that. No such thing as a bad bit. Uno reverse. Gary, <laughs> gives you a wink. <laughs> reverse Uno. <laughs> and, and you are my neighbor. Uh, what is your name? Harold. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah. Harold. Uh, Harold Hobbleton. And I will reach my hand out and shake it. Oh, deep bow and a big kiss with the eye contact as well. Ooh, I look over to Petunia like, oh, I know, right? Ooh, I'm fancy. <laughs> Mr. Eisenstein, what can I say? It's an absolute pleasure to have the dictator aboard. Iceberg, I've heard plenty of things about it. Uh, a glorious country. A wonderful country. A little smelly at times. Thankfully, we got you out of there just in time. We will tell many tales of your travels. Um, happy to have you aboard. Thank you. We had a very recent sanitation crisis. Hey. I, I saw that. It was pretty evident. And you see uh, behind him, a little further back, uh, being stripped of uh, the leftover netting that's like tied around her ankles and stuff, is uh, a very short halfling, but very uh, curvaceous. Uh, but she looks kind of like a librarian. There's a golden feather stuck out from behind her ear, uh, despite her... Uh, Ghoulish makeup, whichever she is, or whatever she looks like, but they she always see like the a golden sea hag. A sea hag. Sea hag, right? Yeah. Nice. So yeah. She's got like a thing of seaweed, just like on her head. So like okay, thing. so you see a very yeah. tiny sea hag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hello, little one. Uh, my name is. Uh, you can call me Abe. And what was your name again? My name is Petunia Potts. Petunia B- Butts. Potts. Potts. Like it's... pots and pans. Oh. All right. It's very nice to meet you, Petunia Potts. Um, all right, and I think I've got all your names now. Uh, Petunia Potts and Harold and Karina and... And what's strange is, although you are a man that seems to be made of ice, there's a chill that washes down the back of your neck. What was... Uh, <laughs> this is uh, a, not a makeup. just kind of slides down. Do you need assistance with... Uh, oh. What? Nothing. 
Um, oh, then leave your frogging. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And I'll Finley, use... it's the arms. You can't be doing this. That's too spooky. Is it too spooky? <laughs> it's a bit too spooky. Uh, yeah, frightening. I'm like sorry. How is this? It's like a little T-Rex arms. I, 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 I now you look like you're asking everybody what's for dinner tonight. Maybe like, well, this is we have Maybe like more like this. Like, hey, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but really, how did you end up on an iceberg in the middle of the ocean? Well, as it's, as I had nothing to, uh, to swim on, but I can do this really cool thing. And he just extends his hand and you see this dagger of ice just kind of pop into existence. He just kind of drops it onto the deck and probably shatters. He's like, but I can make all kinds of ice. Uh, so uh, I did that, and I did it again and again and again and again. Lots of ice daggers, and then I made iceberg out of it. And then you have to keep it up. It's a lot of maintenance. Yeah, I think your, your country is, is melting. Oh, yep, there goes my nice hole. Does that mean all of your drinks stay chill? I'm sorry? Does that mean all of your drinks stay chilled? Uh, yeah, they stay very chilled. Sometimes so hot, uh, so chill you have to chew them. Oh, oh, important question. <laughs> yeah. um, how do you feel about undead? I feel fine about undead. I've okay. been oh. very lonely out there, so uh, dead, undead, I am fine. Okay, okay, that that's good. Oh. That's really good. How many actual undead are out on the ship right now? Eight. Eight. I lost two. <laughs> These are real. Some of them. Uh, oh, have... here, let me remove this. And she nice. waves her hand in front of her face, and standing before you is like a mousy, brown haired human girl. Hi, I'm Vinley. Vinley, my pleasure. May I? Of course. And she puts on a, a glove and then hands you her hand. Again, creepy eye contact the whole time. <laughs> um, it's a pleasure. Of course. Uh, Karina, uh, a hand gets put on your shoulder. A soft, not like a hard grip, as um, uh, the dark-skinned uh, tiefling leans down and whispers in your, it's all part of the, the act for tonight. Oh, so it, it's, all a, it's all a thing? You can, it's okay to lie. Oh, I don't know about that. I'll try and enjoy it. As uh, he looks towards Vinley. And tries to keep it very quiet as he noticed you're like, mm, what are you doing? It's like, no, no, all part of the, all part of the game tonight. Not game. Oh, she oh, is oh. stressing that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> what about a little fella in the back? Ghosty guy. Oh, that's V. v. Ooh. Yeah, I get it. You're very terrifying. <laughs> She's part bloodhound. V, V, will you please come out? Oh my god, fine. I was having too much fun with this, though. No, you can why keep it off. Just let me do this until tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> you can go back to it. Hi, I'm V. And standing up, like, crouched behind. You saw that there was this massive form in the shadows oh. behind this broom ghost. Um... With an adorable little captain's hat, uh, I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> and towers to over seven and a half feet tall. And you see a uh, earthen skin, like red clay uh, Goliath woman who has like uh, Valkyrie braids down the side of her uh, side of her head and like a full like messy mane. Um, and whatever spooky clothes you wanted to wear unless you were just you hiding behind Broom Ghost. I had my broom ghost, but I will have my outfit because I have cloak of many fashions and just as many fashions will be like a tattered, like ghosty, like think of like, you know, 
Flying Dutchman. Christmas Carol. Flying oh. Dutchman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, same like thing. Chains are same hanging thing, off Same thing. The of her. chains and the ghosts and the ripped and clothing. Toss some seeds on you to have like red belladonnas. You toss oh, it in my face and she's like. <laughs> 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 and then just belladonna flowers all over your outfit. Wipes it off and it's just like, hey. Hello. Um, wow. Mine Leva, you are very uh, substantial. Th- thank you. Yeah, I am Eldrick Baldemar Eisenstein, uh, but you can call me Abe. Eldrick Abe? Just call me Abe, it's fine. Abe? All right, cool. Yeah, it's a lot of names, I get it. No, it's fine. I had, I have a lot of names, too. You've got a lot of names? Yeah, well, there's a lot of name changes, a lot of name add-ons, a lot of titles, a lot of situations. She's kind of a big deal. It's, I Is mean, that a pun? Because I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I used to be Via Viliana Gathala, but now I'm V Vetterock, but then I'm also, um, uh, wow, my, my brain, yeah, I need help, everybody. The great con. There's con. The unbreakable heart. Unbreakable heart, that's what it was. There's also unbreakable heart, and then there's like another mm. name. Breaker or something? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I don't think there is. I thought there was another one. No, I think there it's just the unbreakable one, heart. it's the breaker of crystals. So what, Breaker this, of means, Amber. Breaker of what Amber. this means is that now there are two members of royalty standing on this ship, you and V. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it seems like uh, Iceberg would be... Uh, would be I'm going to uh, get up titles for myself now. Karina gets very uncomfortable. <laughs> That's right, only one person knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Iceberg is doing the um, dissipating thing that it does, so I am unfortunately the last uh, astronaut. Um, <laughs> So, and he doesn't know about this holiday, so he's honest, Abe. I am honest, Abe. I would never lie to you. Insight. Insight. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't insight. V believes you. You would never lie to me. Uh, I would never lie to you. Abe, go ahead and roll either persuasion or deception. Your choice. You don't have to say which one it is, but go ahead and make a roll on that. <laughs> you can tell us the number. Okay. I got Let's do with uh, You can wander an eye. That's all right. That joke um, was worth it for how you glared at me. They're the same, so... Um, um. Okay. What'd you get? A ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. <laughs> got it. Holy um, cow. What she picks up, what it is. So what? Uh, what was your intention with those words? Um. That I would try not to lie to you, but I might if I get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> Vinley, this is probably one of the most honest people that's on the ship right now. Okay, yeah, okay. No, that's fair. <laughs> You're making me feel bad. I drop Valter's self-appearance and standing before you is a high elf with long black hair in the front and then almost down to her like shoulders yeah. mm-hmm. now in the back. Uh, she's got her gold earrings on and like the massive black uh, plate and then a ring to a god of death on her finger and an amulet to a god of magic on her chest. And a badge to something, but it looks... Yeah, not oh, nope. That's okay. not on. Yeah. Got it. Not coming from where we just were. Yeah, okay, fair. Um, but, well, how uh, if everybody else is describing themselves? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Seisha is about 6'2", redhead, uh, attractive, uh, wearing plate, full plate, uh, it looks real rough and beat up, except there's filigree on the uh, edge of it. Um, she's carrying a uh, sword that is uh, very uh, 
shiny looking silver and uh, it just sort of has a uh, very fluid look to it. Almost looks and like... a shield that has a giant eye with a amber center in it that, and, and a huge cut through it. Yeah. The, the blade looks uh, almost like mirror. Oh, you are prepared for battle. Usually. I should hope there would be none. Uh, we had very few on, um, on, uh, on Iceberg. Uh, just me wrestling with myself sometimes when no one was looking, which was all the time. And you are radiant. Look at you. Oh. Thank See, you. Bentley, he sees it too. Yep. Oh, I, oh, oh, so sorry. I forgot something elsewhere. She flies away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm popping dragon oh, and falling you. I, I can't walk away from the awkwardness, neither can you. <laughs> that was very dramatic. I like this ghost boat of yours. Uh, where are you Like going? I said, welcome to the Chain Mermaid. Uh, can I ask where you were? Like I said, you, you found yourself floating in the Sea of Swords. Is that where I was? Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah. No. So? Well, trackless sea. That's where we started. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then uh, I said what I said. And then they threw me off the boat. And. Okay, what'd you say? say? What'd you say? Look, it's not important. Um, I, I it, think it might be a little bit sometimes important. Sometimes people don't like the puns, right? All the puns. I was like, oh, man. <gasps> puns oh. are the best. You're fine here. Oh, well, uh, so I, 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 I may have broken a couple of hearts because I am very attractive. He's all right looking. He's all right looking. He sounds himself now. higher. Than yeah, he thinks he's like a, like way up there. He's, he's, he's pretty good. Um, he's like, so I was, uh, I broke a couple of hearts and I said, oh, doesn't it bring a tear to your eyes? And they sort of me off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, see. All right, that's good. That's good. Well, uh, if it's any comfort, I see what you, you know, did there. No one. I see what you see. Petunia, what did you say? Ice to me. Like, well, if it's any comfort regarding that line, uh, considering it is Liar's Night, lies and embarrassing acts aren't supposed to affect your reputation at the moment. Oh, this is a good night for me, then. Yeah, that's a cold comfort for me. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, there's like a thunderish crash that sounds like, you know, a metallic lightning strike. Um, and uh, coming from the aft of the ship. All right, everyone. It be time to be carving the souls of the damned into the gourds. So, oh, oh, I see what's going on here. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. This? It's a tradition. And you see... Am the souls of the damned is a tradition? <laughs> Waterdeep is a really messed up place. Um, I'm really starting to believe Karina, so. we're both tied to gods of death. Yes, but in a gourd. They take many forms. Some people use humor to cope. I'm just going to get Simone to just, like, <laughs> call hauntingly. <laughs> yeah. <into this>. yeah. <laughs> 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 Did a raven follow us from the island? Are you just yes. now noticing that? That's Simone. Uh, raven Still. So I'm going to assume I don't the trust person that who did this was the guy from the bar? <laughs> yes, this is, you're looking, well, he doesn't look like the half old and half elven man, but um, uh, he looks like uh, a zombie currently uh, because he played into his old wrinkled features and <laughs> things like that. Uh, and he walks around with like a gnarled like stick and, uh, uh, and the rope hanging from around him. And uh, he holds from the rope is tied a net of uh, gourds 
as he'll throw them out, and you guys can uh, carve whatever you so wish into the gourds, but he tells you. Can I use my pottery skills for carving a pumpkin? And then we put candles in them and they glow. Cool. Oh, that's much better than Souls of the Damned. Okay. Yeah. You can can carve whatever you like. However, there is something you should be wary of. As tradition holds, it's good omen to carve the gourd into whatever you wish. You light it with a flame, but if that flame be blown out before daybreak, bad omen comes upon ye. We're in the middle of the ocean. Yes, so be careful where you put it. (laughs) And also even worse comes to those who purposefully blow out others. Oh, okay. That's I certainly was not annoying. planning anything like that. <laughs> so I'm totally putting mine in our room. I, I also think there might be bad omens if one of those fall and set fire to below deck, so just be careful. Yeah, maybe don't. Yeah, let's, let's not do that. But like, we have gods of death, so a bad omen wouldn't it cancel out and be like a good omen? So like, know. we risk nothing. I don't really know how omens work. I don't believe in any of them, so. (laughs) There's, I mean, death isn't the worst thing out there. That's very true. Welcome aboard, Abe. Debatable. Still great to have you. That is true. Uh, What's worse is when you freeze your balls to the toilet seat. I would would not know. Oh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, other uh, individuals that you've noticed on the ship, uh, as part of the crew, uh, there is the first mate who is a tiefling who has like charcoal black skin, but half of his uh, like eye and face and a lot of his body is scarred in lictographs, uh, scars. Mm -hmm. Uh, Struck by lightning. Struck by lightning. Uh, One of the horns is completely broken off Mm -hmm. and like there's a gold cap on it. Uh, He has like golden eyes and then whenever he exposes his chest, you (gasps) see that it's mostly uh, uh, tattooed. Cool. Yeah. Uh, there's like a, a human who is uh, like long beard and, and braided, uh, kind of uh, who is at the helm, uh, and he's the coxswain, and he is the one who's constantly steering the ship. It's actually pronounced coxswain. Yeah, I was about to say. Nope. Coxswain. coxswain. It's, it's, it's how it's coxswain. It's coxswain. Sounds better than coxswain. I just right. learned this that. Is this is the best I'm sharing it. <laughs> Coxswain. Coxswain. <laughs> they will kick you off row team. Or crew. Hey, girl, I'm never going on the water again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what, how do you spell it? C-O-X-S-W-A-I-N. It looks like Cox Swang. Cox Swang? It looks like it's Cox Swang. Like S-W-A-N-G? No. No, it's this. Oh, Cox Swang. Yeah, clearly, you read that, and it's Cox This is the best boat. We're like this a lot. Uh, and then you see uh, two half-orc male twins, and um, they are kind of like in the background, not really doing much right now. Uh, and you are told uh, that they are the gunners, and you can see gunners. on the uh, they have nice guns. <laughs> yeah, on the aft and bow there are uh, like large ballistas, ballistas, and then there are four cannons on the ship. You're prepared for war. Mm. How well, long have you been on the sea? I, uh, and I should probably be at least a little honest with you, even though it's liar's night. 
Um, we see a lot of uh, action, and not always the fun kind. Mm-hmm. Um, the sort of kind that, well, let's just say what happened to Iceberg similarly happened to my home before we arrived here, with a lot of things melting. So, with that having been said, just being completely upfront with you, there is a very good chance that we might see something bad happen. And if it does, we will protect you 100% as former dictator of Iceberg. I, I solemnly swear as your new secret service to uh, Ice Protect You or what? whatever the fuck. I can't think of a good pun in the, in the current moment. <laughs> Thank what, you what very he, much. What he's saying is bad shit finds us. Yeah. No, what that's... he's saying is he's going to make sure no one ices you. There it is. Appreciate Thank you, Venlin. Thank you very much, Secret Service. Appreciate you. It's <laughs> like, I know I'm learning. But anyway, this is light. Usually, I thought that. I like, usually you're the cold one. Oh, I do God. have an icy demeanor. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> yep. Oh, that no. That was good. I got it. That was clear. like, Petunia's going to hate like this. Like, blue screened. <laughs> You have been so warm, which is not something I am used to, so thank you for your uh, accommodating nature. Do you uh, need a scarf? Uh, no, no, I um not really uh, too susceptible to the cold, uh, it seems. Um, the, uh, the, the cords, can I do the... Yeah, are we supposed to carve like a wish into it? Or like just a face? Uh, just sit there with a big knife. Like... No, not a wish, it's not like a birthday candle. Oh. It's just like a fun picture, just a face. The idea was that it um, scares off uh, spooky Me. vibes from your house when you put it in front of your door. Aye. Oh. Oh, I know it's scary. Isn't that silly to think that a pumpkin could get rid of these? <laughs> and just the undead moving across <laughs> the deck? And also, it, it, it'd be tradition to like obscure your face on Liar's Night. I, I can do this. Um, it just looks just like uh, Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> just ice mask on pipe. our ship right now. Yes. I will take my creepy mask and put it back on. Mr. <laughs> Is that, uh, like this? Yeah. Oh, that's that's really good. snowman. <laughs> All right. Uh, about these these gourds, uh, may I have uh, one? All of are uh, free for the taking, and you guys can make whatever you so wish. Did I pick up the mask I ordered before Waterdeep exploded? I don't know about that. Yeah, um, I don't know if I, I did. I don't think, think so. you did. Okay. Yeah. I know I didn't get my dress. I wasn't sure about the mask. Yeah, if, yeah. Okay. fair. I, th- I think you had planned to pick it up. I think I had, <laughs> and then the world exploded. Yeah. Would you like a Ain't snowman mask? Okay. He hands you one. It's very cold. It's like a facial mask that he does. All the serums. Okay, no, it's too cold. It's too cold. They don't last very long. Very cold. And it like melts as soon as it... And so you carve whatever you desire into the pumpkin. Or it can be a, a face of uh, someone that means something to you. Does it have to it be, be what, face? No. It can be whatever you want. It can be a little kitty cat. I oh, like found something cats. similar. <clears throat> and uh, so he extends a, uh, a finger and uh, uh, just a very sharp icicle <laughs> extends at the end and he begins carving. I pull out uh, the Gathalan blade and turn it into a very small knife. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch as kind of pulls out this like 
almost chrome metallic blade, and it like almost melts and morphs into a small knife. This is very fancy. Thanks. I sit down next to you with a pumpkin, and I look over at you out of the side of my eye and just reach into my bag, pull out a set of, set of torturer's tools, and just kind of try and sneakily take a small <laughs> knife out of that without you seeing and then puts it back in the bag and starts carving the Make pumpkin. a slide of hand check. What's your passive perception? It's pretty good, actually. Uh, passive perception, uh, not too uh, 14. 14? 14. 14. Oh, just oh. enough. Yeah. You, you look it. over and you notice, you see, like, Vinley, like, trying to hide, but unrolls this just leather-bound roll of just awful, horrendous torture tools, pulls out a scalpel, a small oh. knife, and rolls it back up. Is this is for, uh, uh, charcuterie? Oh, <laughs> and she just kind of gestures yes. her hands to the crew. No, uh. no, all right, it's good, good, yeah. Um, Would you like to meet some of my friends? Mm. He's, he's looking around. Do I want to meet any of her friends? If you sure. don't mind undead, yes. I am indifferent. I have been very lonely for a very long time. Um, he's kind of trying to hide it. Um, Hide the okay. No, so. he's doing a thing real quick, but okay, yeah, make a slide of hand check. Slide of hand or, check. or stealth. Yep. Uh, so and uh, twenty-three. Um, but That's pretty good. What's your passive? Seisha, you're our only hope. <laughs> I think it can't be less than a twenty-four. Uh, uh, thirteen. No, that's the right way. You can't roll less than eleven. Oh, okay, twenty-four. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh my passive perception is 22. Yep, so oh. he even gets past your passive perception. So In that case, the, probably the most observant of you would just notice like there's no gourd clippings falling to the ground. That'd probably be it. Okay. I will uh, I no spin my blade into my hand and just kind of <laughs> and catch it and just start like, uh... Uh... <laughs> Meanwhile, Petunia, like... As all the gourds are like getting distributed, she's like kind of like looking, waiting for her chance to dart in and get like the small one that she can pick up. And she's noticed that from somewhere she's produced her sketchbook and she looks like really, really giddy and like kind of looks around for somewhere and then runs under the, you know, where the stairs, mm -hmm. she goes under that way and she's like, and she's gone and she's like mouses away and is clearly working like, don't look, it's not done, kind of deal. <laughs> Uh, what you noticed, uh, Abe, is when Harold like pulls out this very intricate, ornate blade. It's kind of got a curved dagger. Looks like vines and whatnot are like kind of growing off of it. He spins it, and for the briefest moment, it disintegrates into a swarm of cicadas, and then forms back in his hand as he begins to start like looking at it. And the blade itself uh, is like a crystalline purple. That is a very pretty tool you have, sir, Mr. Harold. Oh, I thank you very much. It's uh, It only gets creepier every year. I love it. Wow. Yeah, it, it started off pretty normal, and now it turns into, like, I just centipedes roll down my arm and back into it and turn uh. back into it, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it, it just gets real weird when I want it to. I'm a big fan. All you have to you do first, is make a lot of mistakes at the it. circus, and everything works out great. This is the best hallucination I have had in months. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> I love the mindset that Abe is just like, yeah, I'm just having a really bad night, um, but I'm gonna enjoy the the the, the trip. Ride the wave. Yeah, <laughs> ride the wave. This is one oh, wild shit. dream. Abe, yeah. have you eaten something? Uh, I was about to ask. 
just now I have had a little bit of gourd. Oh! Ah! I pull out the bag! Stacia yeah, pulls out was, a small leather bag. Oh. Harold, what were you doing? Uh, I, I was just... I turned to Stacia. Stacia seems to yeah. got it in hand, and I start carving. Yeah. So I, I ate my last bag. That, if you're not going to finish that one, I will eat that one. No, yeah. no, I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, and she pulls out... She pulls out a... <laughs> she pulls out a um, a large bowl, and there's steam coming out of it. Um, this looks like lobster bisque. There's that. Whoa. And uh, let's see, we've got some cheddar biscuits to go with it. Two kinds of things. And um, <laughs> we've got uh, some fried shrimp. Oh, you just Lots of seafood. <laughs> it's a comfortable meal. <laughs> hey, you know what? Nice. They let you order two dozen cheese biscuits for delivery. I it's know. a comfort meal. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no shame in the cheddar biscuits. Oh, no, in a very long time. Uh, you see like a tear kind of roll down his cheek and then crystallize oh, no, and just stay. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. oh. Yep, and you're like this piping hot stew, spoon already in it. You go and you take it, and as soon as you put it to your lips, it's cold. Oh, no. It's very good. Thank you very much. No, you look sad. No, it's delightful. Thank you very much. It's, it's oh, come on, what's wrong? Literally is the best meal I've had in. You. Do you not like warm food? I love warm food. Oh, no. Oh. It's not warm, is it? For me, no. But it is delicious. What, Sorry. What if, what if... Uh, Finley! What if, what if you open your mouth all the way and we just pour the soup in? Wow. Rest of the station! You hear from out front of the stairs? I could just do that and I lift, hold it, oh, ow, and then, like, do we have oven mitts? <laughs> I search the bag. Pause. No. Uh, Petunia, what did you say? You, you hear out from under the stairs, press the digitation! Yeah. Yeah. Do a try! Yep. I... Okay, tilt your head back. Okay, and I pour a little bit of soup in his mouth. And I'm going... Keep it open. Keep it open. You can hold boiling pots. I'm going to a bowl. This is nice. Yeah, and as as you're pouring it in, it's just like but you see it like as it hits his lips, it begins to crystallize, and you see it. Can I cast press the digitation to make it hot again? You see it slowly start to crystallize, and as you're you press it like, like press the digitate, it's. Working almost against it, and you see it like almost freeze, like moving up until you pull it away, and it is a frozen stream of see? lobster bisque that's still, still. Sweet lava. This popsicle? Not the uh, image I expected after night. Wait, I've, I've got an idea. It's given my, uh, given my druid cantrips. Uh, I'm going to make you a snow cone, and then I'm going to make you an assortment of wild berries. That I will crush all into the snow cone. Oh, Give you a wild berry it. snow cone. Oh, that's that clever. This is lovely. Thank you. Oh, I have an idea. Oh no. Oh. I'm going to cast precipitation again. This oh. time, flavoring it. Okay. okay. I'm going to give it spice, so it has heat. <gasps> okay, so like Ooh, like a cayenne taste, berry like a taste heat. Yeah, a taste. Oh, like like yeah. chili chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. yeah, mm-hmm. but cayenne Absolutely. berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I really want to try that now. Uh, it's very good. It's uh, some, something uh, burning. Um, his nose starts to run a little bit. He gets like a little icy coffee. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Hot chocolate. Oh, well. Uh, no, yeah. right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Your generosity is uh, very touching. Thank you very much. Um, this is the best meal I've had with the best 
figments of my own imagination in a very long time. I um, promise we're real. Oh, wait. We're totally not real. That's, oh, see, they don't usually say that. They usually say the other thing. <laughs> right? The, uh, uh, the pitch black skinned tiefling comes up to you and goes, and looks at you very quizzically. Do you require a cold place to sleep? No, I make my own colds. Because we did re- acquire some uh, green mold in Mentarn to help uh, the provisions last. I'm a sorry, there's green mold on the ship. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah, it's in the provisions it's that. For the food. Okay. Yeah. Did not know how you kept it cold. Didn't ask. Well, it uh, it's a new thing. I thought okay. it was mad. But... <laughs> I never thought about it. Because I never think. It's a genius, really. That's a good live You have really good ideas. Thank you. Whoever is participating in the pumpkin carving. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I drew mine. A dexterity check from me. Yes. Does it have to be dex? Oh, man. It does. Can I get assistance from one of my familiars? I'm... I have my masonry proficiency. Would that count for It's carving? a dex check, not saving throw, right? Um, we let the pottery work. Sure. Yeah, we'll let it work. Yeah, so, so you, you can add your proficiency bonus as well. But it'll still yeah. be a dex. So, yeah. uh, Seisha, it'll be dex plus proficiency. So That's plus three. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have spooky dice? Okay. Uh, so is twins. Where's my... So I still need to do more. It was a just straight dex Let's check. Dex plus your proficiency. Ooh. Dex plus proficiency. Ooh. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Bad roll made better by good proficiency. <laughs> uh, and, it, and, you know, it may or may not be um, well, the best, but it may be a, what you're trying to get across. But Oh, mine's an 18. Oh. I rolled an 11 and was like, fuck. And then it was like, oh, wait, I have plus three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Plus four. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, Seisha, what'd you get? An 18. Hey, same uh, All right. I'm carving Lara's face. All right. I carved, I carved this spooky boy. Nice. Awesome. Love it. No, it's, it's, um. Did I get hung up on the right thing? It's a, it's a bad guy from my home. Oh, we want to get him. That was like a witch. Uh, he's long since dead. Yes, he is. That makes sense. But kind of worse, um, because he sort of ate a bunch of adventures and then used their souls to fight for him. How many gourds are on this ship? Uh. There's enough for everybody to have one. Does is someone not carving? Uh, do you need another gourd? I do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say you have another I gourd. Do. I rolled a three, yeah. so I carved a beautiful pumpkin and I stepped on it. <laughs> it was that no, it was that last detail. It was like the most intricate thing, and the it last detail you did, and it just and now it's just a big hole. But my second roll, are we adding proficiency bonus? Just your decks. Okay, oh, it's a 16. Okay, okay. Oh, V, did you carve one for Severn? Yeah. That's beautiful. It looks just like him. Mm-hmm. It's just like a mess, no, melted mess on the floor. I have a really silly question. <laughs> yeah. Can I have cast borrowed knowledge on myself? Absolutely. In order to yes. Of course you can. 100%. Give yourself proficiency in pumpkin <laughs> carving? <laughs> absolutely. Sweet, because I don't know. Petunia would absolutely have done that. <laughs> Uh, Vinley, what'd you get? A 19. A 19, all right. And Abe? Uh, yeah, so I had initially forgot I was rolling here, so I had rolled on here, but I I want to use this one because it's better. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I rolled a Hello. dirty 20. Okay. A very right. dirty one. Harold? Uh, 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 I got a 16. 16, all right. And Petunia? 
With my proficiency, that gives me a 19. 19? Some good looking. Uh, uh, you I all see. on this ship. You all see it is. Uh, uh, you that didn't know, but um, uh, as you're all carving them, uh, Glebrum, you know, puts his uh, on top of one of the lanterns that's along the railings or the ballasts and stuff like that. And that's going to be like his light. Uh, and he kind of. Uh, gestures you all to try and do the same. Um, if you so wish, if you want to put yours somewhere else, that's fine. I want to put mine uh, up where the steering wheel is. Yep. And I'm going to uh, Druidcraft a little fire into it. Okay, sounds great. Are you putting yours anywhere special? Yeah, you can light some up from the inside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on, I got this idea, right? And uh, he got a Dirty 20, that's pretty good, yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so, it's the best one out right. of all of us. So yeah. he, he takes his uh, gourd and he goes over and puts it next to a wall and faces the car towards the wall. And then he puts a candle inside. And uh, when the candle lights, you see a projection of naked people doing dirty things to each other. Because <laughs> you're supposed to carve what you most desire. Yeah? Really it's no. Magnificent. Petunia pops her head out. Wait a minute! Like, you read Volos Guide to Nymphs too? I, I, you know, I back before I ate it. Yeah, it was, it was good <laughs> twice. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. So I would say that your gourd, uh, and even though you got a twenty, when people first looked at it, it just looked like a mess. Yeah. But then when you lit it, and the projection is what sent yours over. Uh, so Vinley, what did you carve? I carved a depiction of Fala and Davil standing back to back facing Aww. away from each other. <laughs> and I took it to the the f- like very front of the ship and placed it on a spike there and put a candle in it and changed it with uh, thaumaturgy to be like a brilliant golden with like green edges light to mix them both together so that they'll light the ship's way to where we're going. Awesome, uh, Harold. Uh, mine is a image. It's not like super fancy, but it's his the best he could do to recreate the bar. Okay, oh. that's awesome. Uh, Petunia. Uh, you'll Petunia will like kind of hold hers up, but she'll like do this number where she she rotates it because each side has a different side of a a copper nib kind of like imprinted into it. It's not completely like. It's not carved in completely. You know how people sort of like shave off? Yeah. 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 Of that's what see the light sort of coming through? Yeah. 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 yeah, it looks like that. Cool. Uh, v? I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> right. What do you got? What do you do? It's a spooky face. Just a, sp- a spooky face? I got a spooky face, face too. Just a spooky face? You should take yeah. the, the broken, the, the busted one and do like, you know how they, the, like the, the, the one where they have one eating the other? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, one's uh, throwing up the other. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's happening. That I didn't, I didn't realize you're supposed to carve our wishes. I missed that memo. No, I don't think think we were supposed to. Some people just did. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You see a majority of the other crew just like. I was like, I never did that. Triangle, 
triangle, triangle. But I also never knew what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, one is throwing up the other pumpkin. That's amazing. Uh, and then we saw yours, which mm-hmm. is, and it, it's a Lara's um, face. Right. very long drawn skeletal face with needle teeth and a crown on. Um, and it's really cool, by the way. She actually drew it. <laughs> it looks good. Very good drawing. Yeah. Uh, but you all see Gariel approach um, Abe from behind, and uh... do I know this? Well, yeah. looks like we have a winner, and we'll take her hat and put it on your head. It's probably suspended like it, like maybe yeah, eighteen awesome. inches above his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like kind of puts it, and it's like kind of pointy, pointy. Uh, yeah, mm. Like off to the side a little bit. I'll fix your hat. Just put, just put it on him. I'll fix yeah. it. <laughs> well, it just hands you the hat. Congratulations, Captain A. Oh, thank you for the rest very of the much. evening as winner. Oh, and uh, what kind of uh, privileges come with being as a captain? Well, careful. You get to determine who goes first in the ghost storytelling. Uh-oh. How many people are in that? <laughs> Says, uh, well, I, I ran out of room, but I got an extra couple of halflings on the sides. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to it till it hurts. Yeah. Wow. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, you got a like gift. Everywhere but. Everywhere. <laughs> Sasha's just staring at <laughs> <laughs> So that is what... I misunderstood the assignment too, I think. So, oh, I don't um, think you did. I, I, you I did. don't think you did. Uh, let's see here. You said uh, Lady uh, Petunia? Yes? Um, do you have any ghost stories for us? Spooky stories. Oh my goodness. On the spot? Let's see. We I can come back. Most of my stories are love stories. I'll have to think about that. We'll circle it back to you. Yeah, you, you, you uh, workshop it. And then Glebrum speaks up and he goes, Aye, mine's the same. I know not about any ghost stories beyond the rumors of ethereal ships said to frequent the Sea of Fallen Stars. But what I do know is a tale of love with a haunting ending. Ooh. Well, tell us. Yeah, don't leave us in suspense. Suspense is a half part of a ghost story. I'm loving it. But if you wish me to go first, Captain. Uh, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. There is tale that stems from the living jungles of Malatra, of a man who was looking for a wife. Otherwise, he'd lose his small inherited kingdom, much like Eisenberg. That is, until the man happened to summon an Afriti with skin like fire from the city of Brass. It is said that of all the elemental wishmasters, they have rules. And amongst them all, they shared that forcing love be forbidden. However, it is also known that Afriti are the most tied to honor and acquisition. And so the man offered his heart for the chance to woo the heart of the Efreet's Janasi daughter. When the man met her, he was struck by her beauty, as many had been before, although the first thing he truly noticed about her 
was her golden arm. She apparently lost it at a young age, and her father forged her a new one with no equal. Many coveted the woman, her status, and her wealth, but somehow, the man, the man he won her heart, despite everything being stemmed from greed itself. Well, they get married, and the fellow is given his inherited riches, along with part of the merchant business his father-in-law owned in the city of Brass, thus giving him more wealth and fortune, and no need for anything he could have ever wanted. However, because of this, he soon realized his wife was now of no real use, so he began to ignore her. He showered her with gifts and had pleasantries with her, but the love, he said, he felt, had long disappeared. Angry and heartbroken, the doctor accused him of marrying her for her money, in which the man boldly concedes. She was furious as a burning bonfire, screaming about going and telling her father what a scoundrel he truly was and their riches would, and that his riches would be stripped away. Well, this angered the fellow, for after all, he worked so hard to get what he wished for, and he wasn't going to let her take it away. So he pushed her from the balcony of their palace and let her sna neck snap across the stone. He pleaded, heartbroken, to the grief-stricken father who's lost his favorite daughter. And tricked by the mortal man's ruse, the Efreet was honorable to the deal of a heart for a heart, and the fellow's riches remained intact. The fellow and family held a funeral for the daughter, and all wept and cried. However, the man agreed, or the, however, the man's greed consumed him far more than any falsehood of grief, and like a nagging pain, it pleaded to him. For she did not need her golden arm any longer. So in the midnight hour, under a moonless sky, the man exhumed her corpse and ripped it. From her the pride with the wrath of his envy and greed. And that night he slept with the arm under the pillow, not wanting even his servants to see it before he melted it down into the bars. And he slept soundly until a wind blew open his balcony windows with a soft whisper that billowed the curtains and chilled the bed. Who's got me golden arm? The wind whispered, and the man awakened from his slumber in a cold sweat as the coals of the fireplace had burned out. Now were stoked by the wind, much like his heart, began to be stoked with fear, thinking someone had snuck in through his windows. Hello? Who's there? Called out the man, and he was answered in silence. And then slowly and far away, the voice echoed through the sleeping house once more. So quiet, he thought it was just a draft until the voice came again, closer and louder this time, as it echoed down the hall. Who's got me golden Sitting up, the fellow looked around fearfully, too scared to do anything as he heard it again, much closer, like a crackling in the fire that suddenly ignited. 
who is God, meagled in arm. He swallowed hard. As he felt, a heat at his back and of movement from under his pillow. He was too scared to look away from where the voice seemed to come, his heart nearly beating out of his chest as he stared silently at the locked chamber door. His heart raced as he felt like hellfire was on his back and in his chest. The hot metal of the hand seeming pressed upon his back, crawling on its own as he watched the door knob turn. The echo began again. You, <laughs> me golden arm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the CC what he's done now? Okay. The maid found his body that morning, face frozen in horror and hair a bright white, hands still clutching the sheets around his body. The strangest thing, they say, was that his dead wife's golden arm was on his chest, her hand wrapped tightly around his still beating heart, ripped from his chest. Why? Is that true? Is that true? Is that true? Ah, it be true! Ha! <laughs> well oh, done, that was magnificent. Holy shit, that's a true story. That's very good. I like the part when you went, ah! I did. That was my favorite part. <laughs> or that be the part of telling a ghost story. It's the suspense and you build up and the anticipation. Oh, yeah, you killed it. That was perfect. Yeah. yeah. And much like the story grabs onto your chest and rips your heart from it. Ah! Sorry, that, that was me for Petros. <laughs> Try not. But do anyone else have a chilling ghost story? Can I go last with sure. my captain's hat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. The You're Whatever the guest you want, and the captain. The captain. <laughs> captain guest. Captain guest. So, um, who wants to go next? I, I don't have a scary ghost story, but it's a ghost story, technically. That's the best kind okay. of ghost story, the technically kind. Are you going That's... to make me scream? No. Go ahead. <laughs> Later. Um, well, this one, this one comes um, from my, you know, our my hometown. It's a it's kind of an old halfling story. Um, basically, there was this, uh, there was this this father, this husband who was a sailor and. Um, one time he was coming back from a very long time at sea and, you know, he, he had a family to come home to and his, you know, wife and obviously many, many children. <laughs> He's a halfling. Um, and unfortunately, before he was able to make it past the docks, he fell and, and, and met his untimely demise. Um, but the story goes, the legend goes, that when the mother went to the shore to wait out her husband or find out where he might have been, uh, a ghostly figure of her husband appeared and warned her of a impending storm he had seen coming on his way in. And two days later, she was able to uh, get her family and escape the storm. And the legend goes that he does that for uh, many mothers or wives who wait along the shore for their husband and there's a storm coming. 
Ooh. That's cool. That's a sweet one. I like that. I hope that one's true. You it's forgot to yell. You gotta go, ah! ah! Yes. Ah. <laughs> there you go. All right, good. I, I've got one. Oh. Okay. I love ghost stories. So, uh, this one's less of a ghost story and more just a creepy story, but here we go. So, um, not from Water... I, originally, I'm from Waterdeep, of course, a major city, but, you know, we traveled all over the place in our many, many attempts to make money, just wherever we could. And I heard from tales of this farmland that it was a very, very strange area where any piece of land, they, they weren't exactly sure who controlled what and who owned what. So everybody is constantly sort of trying to get one up on their neighbors and see how far they can take their land without, you know, making anyone unhappy. Well, a man from Waterdeep came into some of this land through an inheritance. And when he went out to the land, he was very unfamiliar with the architecture and he was very unfamiliar with like, you know, barns and such like that, and he wasn't exactly sure where exactly his land started and ended. With no other options, he of course went to his nearest neighbor, asking him, uh, a scraggly man, tall and thin, with uh, thinning hair stretched down to his shoulders. He asks this man, uh, where is it that my, my farm is? I know that things t out here tend to get a little... Uh, touchy with with each other, but I want to be a good neighbor to you and I want to help you out and he says Oh, well, I can tell you where your farm is, but you must follow my exact instructions And if you go the wrong way Bad things will befall you He not being a very superstitious man says well, what kind of bad things could be out there? And He says just do as I say stranger You won't find anybody more willing to help you than me Trusting the man, he received a list of instructions of where to go, and he began upon his journey into the deep wood. As he walked further and further, he left the sort of open plains of the farmland into more, uh, I guess, full woods, as he begins to find a path. Now, every time he continued along this path, he noticed there were some strange things. Like, for instance, he saw that there was a dead dog, but as he came to approach the dog to look closer, he noticed that half of the dog was completely missing, revealing the insides where it had been rotted for the course of a few weeks, bones out on, out and on display. It looked as if it had been torn apart by perhaps some creature who lived out here, but... He noted that it was far off the path. He could just see it upon the edge, so he decided to stay upon the path as he was instructed. Stepping further along, he realized he was on the path, but he wasn't entirely sure where he was anymore. It had been, say, a couple of miles he'd been going out. And as he continued further, he noticed that the path disappeared. Well, the instructions still said that when the path was gone, to take a right and follow along the clearing. So now he moves along this clearing. And as he continues forward, he notices something strange in the distance. Just off the path, he heard something that sounded like a child speaking very quietly. And he can't make out exactly what he's hearing. He just hears this babbling, and it's gone as soon as he hears it. Well, once the clearing ended, he looked to his notes, and sure enough, it said to take a left and to continue along the wood, and there you will find your barn that will attach to the rest of the farm that you've inherited. So he continues along. 
another mile passes. And down across this way, he notices now that there is another form with bones sticking out, half ripped apart. Missing an arm and a leg, he looks closer and discovers to his horror that it is a person, not an animal. But now, with no clear path back, the only thing he can do is continue forward and hope that he is upon the path that he was given. Finally, as he continues forward, he sees in front of him a barn. He breathes a sigh of relief as he rushes to it, the dark now encroaching upon, the, the night sky encroaching upon him, covering everything in darkness. He steps through the barn doors, and shortly after entering, he takes a look around to try to figure out where the farm could be from here. Perhaps he'll just stay here for the night. Once he's halfway inside the building, he hears the door slam shut behind him. And he looks up into what looks to be almost a walkway above him built into the sides of this barn where he sees the same scraggly man he had seen earlier. He looks in horror as the man grins down at him and says, listen, neighbor, I'm doing the best possible thing I can for you. You're going to add to my collection. And I want you to know that it's going to be a lovely time for you because you will be with it forever. And he grins and says, I hope you don't mind. It's not much for conversation. It only knows the words it's heard. And on the other side, a compartment opens and an enormous abomination of a creature made from the pieces of dead things that this man had killed along the way, stepped out eight feet tall, gluttonous and enormous. It roiled as it moved, multiple mouths across its face. The last thing this man hears is, please don't kill me, please don't kill me, please don't kill me, please don't kill me, right before it snatched his neck and ripped it out. My goodness. I'm not uh, sleeping tonight. That's a real Ethan nightmare, by the way. <laughs> uh, you see that a, a, a lot of the crew is taken back at that story because of what you encountered as you were leaving water mm-hmm. tea. <laughs> I had to have a lot of mouths, didn't I? Yep. Oh, lighten up. There's more coming. What are you going to do? Certainly hope so. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean in real life. There are more things with <laughs> oh, mouths yeah, coming no, to kill I know. us. I, know. I have one. I have one. Would you like to go first? Okay. Um, right. Okay. Many years ago, there was a master of a gorgeous home in a town called New Gorleans. <laughs> he was engaged to be married to a beautiful bride, but the mystic madam of the town was jealous because she too was in love with the master of the house. She believed that if the bride were gone, that she could get the man to fall in love with her and they could get married. But on their wedding day, the mystic madam killed the bride and stuffed her body in a trunk, hiding it in the attic of the man's house. He was so distraught, he took a noose and went to the highest tower of the house. And then the mystic madam, losing everything, turned to dark magic until her soul was sucked into the very crystal orb that she trusted. And then one day, an adventurer, feeling cold to the house, went in 
looking around, they noticed an old house. Nothing particularly unusual, and they entered a portrait room where the walls begin to distend upwards and upwards, the painting shifting and changing. And then suddenly the lights go out. And the adventurer looks up, and there's the body of the master of the house. Terrified, they take off running, and all the portraits in the house seem to turn and look, the bus looking at them through the library, doors knocking and bowing out into the hallway. And they continue running until they reach a ballroom. And ghosts appear in the ballroom, dancing and feasting and playing the piano. And they continue running. They find a room, dark, with music playing, instruments jangling and twinning. And in the middle, the floating crystal orb of the mystic madam, her head inside calling out to the ghosts to get the adventurer and make them a part of the home. They run again, going up the stairs, trying to find any way out that they could. But in the attic was the ghost of Emily, the bride, with her body there in the trunk below her. And she lunges at the adventurer with an axe. And the adventurer is shoved through the window, falling out into the grounds, dying. The groundskeeper sees the adventurer's body, and then something worse. The soul of the adventurer lifted and found themselves in a chorus of ghosts on the ground, victims of the bride. And they all began to dance and sing, welcoming this adventurer to their party. It's a dead man's party. And it's said that the bride will not be happy until there are 1,000 happy haunts. Oh, I love it. That was great. So it's kind of a nice one, so, because, like, uh, the adventurer, he's never lonely again. I like that one. It's true, it's true. It's always partying, having a good time. It's a good one. That's spooky, though, with the axe. (laughs) I bet they drink fate tequila. Finley. You have a story? You have a story. Of course. Um, Well, this happened a long time ago in a land that not many people know. There was a little girl, and every night she had this this pet mastiff that she would go to sleep with. And um, it would sleep under her bed, keep her company, keep her safe from things that were to attack her at night. And they had this little ritual. where she would dangle her hand <laughs> over the edge of the bed and the hound, ever faithful to his oh, master, <laughs> licks her hand to reassure her, I am here for you. That sounds like mastiff baiting. <laughs> I love you so much. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Um, Sorry, that's rude of me. Well, one night, she was returning home, and her parents were away. They were off on a business trip, or whatever it is parents do when they leave. And she returns home. She greets 
her faithful companion. She hollers out to him from down below the stairs and says, I'm home. And she hears him bark. A little off, but she didn't think much of it. So she goes about her nightly routines. She hears the crier cry out that hmm, a couple of criminals have escaped from um, I'm not sure what they called it back then, but a jail. Um, so she doesn't think anything of it because she has her hound, her faithful companion. And then she goes to bed. She sleeps so sound, only waking every once in a while at the occasional stirring or rustling throughout an old house. But every time she would wake, she would just dangle her hand off of her bed and be reassured by her faithful hound that he was indeed still there. Precisely. Until that morning, when she woke up and went to her bathroom, and written on the mirror in blood was humans lick hands too. It's okay, just make sure it's him. This is very unsettling. I feel terrible, because I don't really have a story, but I I am curious, because, like, I, you know, sometimes growing up, I would hear stories about, like, vampires and stuff like that, and I didn't really know a whole lot about vampires. I didn't really know vampires, you know. Not outside of um, mm-hmm. Nightfall, the Nightfall book right. series. Right, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And mm-hmm. um, those books. Yeah, but, like, mm-hmm. have you ever got, have you guys ever, like, walked into your room and just, like, found a vampire, but not, like, the sexy kind from Nightfall. Like, you know, the kind of gross kind with, like, bony limbs and, like, the ashen skin, and they're, like, gross and sunken Ooh. looking. Yes, actually, we did that. Okay. Oh, no, that sounds scary. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, the kind that, like, you can't move when you mm-hmm. see them. Like, you physically mm-hmm. can't move at all. Paralyzed. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, like, they paralyze you. And, like, they have, like, these hypnotic eyes, and um, they just completely render you unable to flee as you just kind of watch them, like, slowly approach you. Mm-hmm. Right? But this is, like, like, and this is, like, at home. Like, this happens to everyone, right? Like, at home? Mm-mm. Okay, well, anyway, so, like, as, as this happens, um, have you ever, so it's, like, they, they, they come at you really, really quick across mm-hmm. the room, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, what they do is they, they, they take your head. And they sort of like slowly move it, and then they they slowly kind of like tilt, like they're gonna bite your neck, oh. and then um, you you can't squirm at all, although you really 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 want to, mm-hmm. and they have this like rough dry like tongue, you know, yeah. that just kind of like slides across the side oh. of your neck, like as if they're about to bite into the artery, and um, why does somebody? These stories have to do with licking. Well, it's just what they do. Tongues are creepy. And so you you Fair. can like feel it's like hot breath as it like hisses, you know. But it it's taking such a long time, and you feel like you're there forever, right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what you're talking about. It's almost as if it's like savoring the moment. Yeah. And then uh, but then that's when you realize that. It, it's feeding already, and it's not on your blood. It's on your your energy and and your memories. And oh. I mean, have we've all experienced this, right? 
No, what are no. you talking about? No. This happened at your house? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Have you ever walked into a room and then suddenly forgot why you walked in there? Oh. That's cool. <laughs> oh my wow. God. Wow. Holy shit. That is, oh no. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That was so scary. No one but her could have delivered that story. <laughs> That's a, a, I gotta say, everybody's stories have been incredible so far. Abe? Are you okay, Seisha? Yeah, what about uh, Seisha? I've no, got I walk into rooms and forget what I'm going oh, for oh, all I the time! Oh, I can't Seisha, Seisha. Um, you gotta have a story. Sure. I don't know how to follow that. That that was deeply disturbing. Um, okay, so this is a story I read years ago, and it's about a, a group of treasure hunters that heard of this item on the Isle of Chult, and so they found their way by ship charted a boat, made it across. It was a difficult crossing, but they knew if they could get there and they could find this this relic they were going for, that it would all be worth it. So they make it to the island of Chult and they they gather supplies to go out into the jungle into this, this set of ruins that they had a map to. And there were three of them. And they get out to this this ziggurat kind of building Ooh. and they they go through it and there's traps and they manage to navigate through all of them and they're going through all these rooms and there's these horrible pictures on the walls of people just being dismembered and horrible things happening to them and as they get closer to the center of it the pictures start changing and instead of people just <laughs> being dismembered and laying around, there's pictures of people trapped in webs. And as they proceed in further, the people trapped in webs become more and more entombed in cocoons and they start seeing vague outlines of spiders. They get into the center room and there sitting on a podium is this beautiful relic statue. It's got a mithril base and coming up from it is this beautiful spider web perfectly balanced on just the tiniest thread of mithril. And they walk up and they inspect it for traps thinking there has to be something but there's nothing. And they say to themselves, okay, well, I guess nobody ever thought we'd make it this far. So they take the relic and they head back, but it's gotten late. So they make camp in the middle of the jungle. All night long, they hear sounds surrounding them. The wildlife in the jungle, they hear them moving. They hear the crunching of leaves all around them. But they each go to their tents and go to sleep. The next morning, they wake up. And the leader of the group goes to the other tents and calls to the two men. One of them grumbles and, and says he's coming. There's no response from the other one. And so they give him a little while 
the second man comes out and they start making breakfast and still the third man hasn't emerged. And so finally frustrated, the leader goes over to his tent and he opens the flap and he sees his friend laying with his back to the door. And he calls to him, Gregor, come on, get up, it's time to go. And the man doesn't move. And so he reaches out and pulls his friend to the side. And he's deathly pale and spilling from his mouth are tiny strands of spider silk. (laughs) His friend reaches forward and tries to lift him. And as he does, the man's jaw falls open and a thousand white spiders come crawling out into the floor of the tent and into the woods. He screams and runs to his friend and says, we have to get out of here now. And so they gather up all their things and they run back to the town that they had arrived in. And they get there and they immediately book passage. They try to pawn off this relic, thinking they'll get a lot of money for it, but no one there is willing to give them enough money to make it worth what they've sacrificed. So they say, well, we'll just wait till we get back to the mainland and we'll sell it there. And so the night passes. The next morning they wake up, they get on their ship, and the ship sets out to sea. The first night is very smooth, peaceful night. The second night though, a storm blew in. It was an unusual storm. There was lightning, but no thunder. It was silent as the grave on the ocean. Even the sounds of the waves didn't penetrate the silence. And so the two men went into their quarters, climbed into their hammocks, and went to sleep on these rough, choppy seas. The next morning, the leader wakes up, and he calls out to his remaining companion and gets a mumbled response. And then there's a wail of pain and agony, and he leaps from his cot and or his uh, hammock, and he runs over to his friend and turns him, and he sees spider silk coming out of his eyes, oh, trailing oh. down his face. Oh no! And when his friend opens his eyes, a thousand white spiders oh, come no. crawling out and down over his body. And the man screams and runs up to the deck and begs for help. His friend screams, still echoing in his ears. And he goes back down with a member of the crew and his friend is dead. He makes his way back to the mainland. Nothing else happens. It's just him. His friends are gone, but he has this idol. And so he takes the idol all over the city, trying to find someone who will buy it. But no one can afford to pay the price he demands for it. And so he thinks to himself, I'll just go to a larger city. That's what I'll do. And he makes his way. He buys a horse with his remaining money, and he begins to make his way. And one night he stops at an inn, and he stays there for the night. 
And as he settles down to bed, he puts the precious spider silk mithril relic on the nightstand. And he stares at it for hours as he falls asleep, thinking of everything he's given up for this and the life that he'll lead once he's got the reward. And as he's laying there in the dead silence, he hears a clicking noise. <laughs> oh! And he freezes in his bed, barely breathing. And he hears the clicking noise get closer. And he thinks to himself, I just have to open my eyes. I just have to see what's coming. That's all I have to do. And so he opens his eyes and he sees before him the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. She has long spider silk hair that cascades down to her waist. Ivory skin that looks completely flawless, but her eyes are solid black. And where her slender jaw should be are two large mandibles. He sits up and screams, and as he does, she holds her hand out, and from her hand fly a thousand white spiders. They arc across the room onto him, and he can feel them crawling all over his body. He tries to scream, but as he opens his mouth, they flood down his throat into his vocal cords. He can feel them moving through him. I just remembered you're afraid of spiders. I'm so sorry. He can feel them moving through him. That was very Seisha. <laughs> and they wrap. I hate spiders. They wrap into his chest, and he feels them pushing against his heart. She moves forward, and as she reaches out her hand, long, slender fingers, she touches his chest and he feels the sensation of the spiders coming together and devouring his heart. And this is why you don't rob graves. Okay, well, you know, all right. You got me on that one. I will think twice next time. Funny, Funny part about that? Statue's still out there somewhere. That's true. In fact, the why chain... were you why were you upset about things being being graphic, Sasha? That was fun. <laughs> I thought we were having fun. Was Ch- that not fun? The chain mermaid so fun. has actually okay. been to Cholt and her carnivorous jungles. Mm-hmm. In you fact, Gariel lays out a crude map of Cholt. You see charcoal etchings of runes and hieroglyphs stolen oh, don't from. Help her, Gariel. Uh, from the temples. And, uh, and they, and, got it. And you see a windpipe, uh, made from two hollowed out and hold femurs. Oh. And lastly, pulls out a skeletal arm covered in webs. And throws it at you! Oh! <laughs> 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 I want to dance. I'm really embarrassed that he's 
pretty different. At first, that was the one I wanted the least. Now I want to dance with the ghosts. I just like Karina's reflexively clutching her explosives. Yeah. She just goes, ah! Vinley definitely counterspells. But there's no spell, it's just a skull. <laughs> <laughs> just an arm. I want to imagine jump scare counter spell. <laughs> it was very scary. I like the part with the spiders. Spiders the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. It's very spooky. Uh, we need to should, should I do one? Yes. I yes. Yes. Captain, Captain, we need to stop hanging out with Lucia. <laughs> so, Shout out to my girl. So, I, uh, I, uh, this is a very scary one for me personally. Uh, very scary. Um, so, uh, once upon a time, there was a very handsome young boy at a farm town. And was, it was a small town. There was not a lot of people and he came from a very poor family, from visiting a small farm town, and they grow cabbages and carrots in the in the in the swampy soil. It's it's it's, it's a dirty life. And oh, 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 hold on, sir. We have to push this phallic object closer to my mouth. All right. So um, he is in the middle of uh, this farm town, and. Um, he is tired. He is very handsome. He has worked his way through all of the girls of this town and many of the boys. Oh. And he craves adventure and something grander and bolder. He steals his family's fortune and makes for the sea because he becomes a sailor. You see, he wants to travel. He wants a lady in every port and he wants a young man on every shore. So. It happens, he buys himself some finery. He dresses like the men of the ocean. And he begins to work on a boat. And he breaks hearts in every port. And in every harbor, he has a new lover. Then one day, he finds himself on a strange shore. It's a small town with very many beautiful women with these strange green eyes fascinating. So what does he do? Well, he is charming. He is very handsome. He is very well accomplished in the ways of wooing uh, both anyone, really. So he makes his way through the village and woos them one by one, making promises. Oh, I love you forever. Or oh, you will be mine forever and I shall be yours. One by one, makes his way through the village of beautiful women with strange green eyes. And like the tide, he leaves. His promises are broken, of course, because you see, he only wants one thing. Booty. Booty. Like many pirates. So, <laughs> as his ship leaves this port, like all the other times, he kicks his feet up and he laughs because he has gotten what he wanted out of people. But this time is different because all of the strange women with the green eyes standing on the docks as he leaves, and their eyes are glowing, and uh, they're chanting and repeating. They say, the ice that fills your frigid heart now tears your cursed flesh apart. The ice that fills your frigid heart now tears your cursed flesh apart. And then all of a sudden, his beautiful silky silvery hair becomes frigid and hard and jagged and burst through his skull and he bleeds and it hurts so badly it comes off his hands and tears out his own fingernails replaced by claws of ice 
from everywhere bursts forth. Jagged shards of ice, and he can't feel like he used to. He can't taste like he used to. Everything is ice. And it hurts all the time. Yes, no way to, to warm up. He's cold all the time. It begins to affect the way he sings. He can't remember good. All he remembers is pain and uh, the glowing eyes of the women. And uh, so he tries to find a cure. He joins a crew of disreputable types. Because you know, sometimes the only answer is to throw in with unsavory types like himself. And he realizes that. And he finds that the captain knows of a, a place where somebody like him who is cursed, somebody who is tied to the elements of water and ice could find companionship. He knows the captain has a map. He is a sneaky type. He's not lost his charms, but now he can do things with his ice. He sneaks into the captain's cabin, and he looks around. He finds it. It is a map. Here he can probably find help. He is happy for the first time in a very long time. He holds it up to the light. He looks. And he is happy. Since the door behind him opens, and it is the captain. You're not supposed to break into the captain's quarters, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Even with a hat, you really shouldn't yeah, do no. it. Yeah, no. so, but, um, Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. So, um, rather than give this up, because this is the most important thing. This is the way you can make yourself better, you see. He takes the map, he rolls it up, and he puts it in his coat, and he jumps overboard. And he waits. And he makes a home out of the ice that fills his veins, his heart, his head. And he waits, and he waits, and he waits, and he waits, and he waits. And then one day, he wakes, and he sees a ghost ship. Well, I think it sounds like the consequences of your own actions. Sasha runs over and just hugs him. Oh, it's pointy because I'm so sorry oh. you're alone. Sorry. So. Ow. He, oh. This is his own fault. But, I mean, yeah, but... He's not alone, he's here. It still sucks. It does suck. Was that story... It's about I mean, some asshole, don't worry about it. Abe. You manipulate women, shit happens. Yeah. That's well, true. Abe, yes. can, I, can I try something real quick? Just... Unrelated to the story, of course. Of course. I want to try something related universe. to the story when you're done. Yeah, yeah, you may try things, and then would I would you, like to try things with you. Would you take mm -hmm. another sip of that soup, and I want you to really believe that it's warm. To really? I want you to believe in your heart of hearts that lobster mm -hmm. bisque, because I can smell that lobster, it's that really lobster bisque, is warm, and I want to cast Major Image to trick his mind into thinking it's warm. All right, I will. I will try it. It's, it's from the bag. Yeah. yeah uh, well, let me get you here. Yeah. Fresh bowl. Oh. Give got... me an intelligence saving throw, Abe, against your what's your spell save DC? Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Intelligence. It's pretty good. 
Um, plus seven. Uh, so it's a nine. Sixteen. Sixteen. Just under. Uh, do you take a sip? Yeah, I'll try to take a sip. And even though it's cold, as soon as it touches your lips, it freezes and almost begins to crystallize. But there's something in this magic as this wave of purple energy washes over mm. you that there is that flicker of remembrance of what heat feels like on your tongue. Yeah, that's stuff. Even though it's not necessarily there, there is that brief moment of memory. Wow. Uh, thank you, Harold. Yeah? Um, an can, A. Wait, you can said I, you were cursed? Can I try casting a spell on you? Sure. Yeah, I, I, I cast I, remove I, curse. Ooh. Okay. Um, Abe, yeah. while you were telling the story, there were other voices that spoke the chant. Yeah. When. So we did hear other voices. You did not. Oh, okay. Abe did. Oh yeah, every time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and as remove curse is uh, placed upon you, another rogue wind comes through, and on that wind, you hear the eyes that fills your frigid heart tear your cursed flesh apart. With that, everyone's lantern flickers. Uh-oh. But one does not stay ignited. As you see the images of the comma pu- pumpkin <laughs> is uh, extinguished. Tama Gortra. God. But I don't know why. I know why. But thank you. Yeah. yeah? Like, wait, I'm sorry. Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah, it's a spooky story about me. <laughs> No, no, you said I don't know why. Like, you don't know why you are ice? Well, no, I know why I'm ice. It's because uh, apparently when you lie to a bunch of powerful spellcasters and make them mad at you, they can do terrible things to your body. Can't confirm. <clears throat> okay, so we were talking about the same thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. I'm um, going to attempt uh, greater restoration. Whoa. Where is it in my list? There it is. I should mark that. And I'm gonna cast Greater Restoration on him. Um, once again, as this is cast, another wind goes by and you hear, the ice that fills your frigid heart will tear your cursed flesh apart. Oh my God, I know. You have to like, true love's first kiss, right? You have to like fall in love for realsies and not lie to them. I heard a story about that one time. Uh, yeah, that's was, probably what you have to do, and then I'll probably lift the curse. Uh, it's called the Pretty Lady and the Bear. There was now. I'll say as the <laughs> Petunia, you can make a history check. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> um, there, uh, uh, as the magics wash over, almost like the starlight washes upon you um, as it hits. There is the brief, like millisecond of warmth as this restoration magic washes over you, but like that breeze washes over, you hear the chanting, and then it's just frigid ice again. 
so yeah. What'd you get, Petunia? I got a dirty 20. You know what kind of magic this is. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of research on it. Oh. Oh no. Mm -hmm. What kind is it? I was afraid of that out of play. <laughs> oh god, so Petunia I mean, will like she's been kinda like off to the side, like occasionally doing this number during some stories. Um and then after, you know, kind of taking in the conversation, she will sort of like Oh What? Like what is that? Oh what? I know what you encountered, probably, most likely. Or at least have a good educated guess. Very, very educated guess. What, what? I know what he did last summer? Um, Two. well, this was this was by the shore, right? Yeah, it's a strange and, and, and adventurous shore. Never seen oh. it before. Okay, so that would mean most likely out of the myriad of varieties I've studied, it's probably the sea hag. Maybe. Possibly. Oh, the whole or some nature of Feywild. I thought, Shenaniganery. I that's thought, one hell of a coven. Hold on, he said they were beautiful. Well, I mean, that's Hags a can relative thing, too. Yeah, I don't oh, know. yes, they can. <clears throat> that seems like a lot of work for an entire island of hags to disguise themselves at all times. Seems like a lot well, of work to lie and manipulate a bunch of hags. It was a lot of I mean, it probably would be a lot of work if, if I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as, and Abe, as you're remembering this, like, to you, it was a, it was a, it was a, a whole town. But yeah, I, you just, you only remember three specific mm, individuals. Yeah, so, 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 but, but. Anytime you, you really think you're like, yeah, no, it was a it was a whole town. Like in the moment it was a town. Yeah, but yeah. but like once you start like stop thinking about it, you're like, but I, I can you can only really picture three faces. Yeah. That one was twice. So that maybe <laughs> that one was three times with the other one. So third time's the charm. Do you remember their names? You so <laughs> Instead of that one. I wasn't big on names at the time. There was a uh, there was um Hey, you know, you know, there was a no. <laughs> okay. Abe, other than the line names? bit, and other than that, you are a legend. I just want to go ahead and say that. I if you, if you were like a jerk about, about it. that. So, I mean. I'm just saying, there was a time in my life I would have loved to live Abe's life. Maybe not with all the uh, promising people. Not that it was you. But no, not you know, that I would yeah, do anything. But whoever's story this is about, a legend save for all the shittery. Right. I feel like they kind of have to go hand in hand. You're, you're not wrong. You're One not begets wrong. the other. You're I right. Mean, we but... didn't give Tommy a hard time for being a man whore. Oh, I did. I oh, did. okay. I just didn't like him. What? I don't, don't care about like him being a man whore. I he actually just was thought, annoying. Uh, for a second, I thought the story was about Tommy. I did a little bit too. So yeah. Did I. yeah actually. Birds of a feather and all that. Mm. And then Raven. <laughs> 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 not you, Smoke. She's not that bad. Do we? Does any of us know I mean, where this man. might be? Maybe we could well, make just, a pit stop. Oh, I, Why would uh, we uh, do that? I'm sorry. Uh, what? You want to go to the Hag Town? Well, our buddy here is in constant pain. Can't eat any warm food. 
he made a mistake, but people change. We've all changed. But have you changed? Allegedly. So, I mean, of course I've changed. I've spent several days, months, years, who knows, um, bobbing around on iceberg. It's a beautiful country. Um, <laughs> it was. Except the soft serve. <laughs> it's all vanilla. You really need more fiber in your diet. Um, it's hard to... So, uh, Vitunia, you have Hag uh, studying magic experience? Correct. Do you think <laughs> that if he honestly fell in love with someone, that the Hags would be like, okay, and lift the curse? Oh, she's laughing. D- DMs, would that be a no? <laughs> Hag magic. <laughs> I was gonna say, hag magic, magic doesn't tend to be. Hag magic doesn't tend to be generous Hags in because, any way. Because in the story, the pretty lady and the bear, that was a hag. Yeah. It's also a story. Hags don't typically give I, beneficial I outcomes. I think it's a very real yeah, story. Yeah, not typically a win win scenario Wonderful in any direction. Well, no, she typically would oh, win. Oh, you have that story here. Oh, she was a hag in my story. Pretty lady in the bear is totally a hag. She showed up disguised as a beautiful lady. She was a no, she was sorry. She was disguised. Oh, she was really I, as an ugly lady. I think she I, looked like herself. I think. I think I did something with a lady and a bear once. Okay. To as well, oh. yeah, yeah. The so oh, lady okay. and the bear. The bear was holding the camera. And, I. Um, Petunia's <laughs> going to like kind of like Where's shuffle back and like take out a her camera? like notebook. And, like, it's like a gnome sitting in a box and paints her picture. It's a gnome sitting in a box and paints your picture. Actually, actually, historically, a camera would be a camera obscura, and yep. pain, painters would use it, and it's basically a light projection of taking an image and it flips it upside down, and they would draw that, yeah. and Thanks, then they would. Teacher. I'm just, I'm so, just saying, cameras exist. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know what they are in this fantasy world that doesn't? They don't exist? go click click. They are <laughs> used for painters. It's like Zeno. A gnome in a box who paints your picture. Yeah, he, he comes out. He's not wearing pants. <laughs> You've never had a gnome in a box that paints your picture. Guy's name is Cam. <laughs> There's so, Cam. It's a member of the Cobalt Guild. Cam. Snapshot Cam. willingly. Have, Cam and Ra. Do I have the map? Uh, I, I think why, I'm Why, why would, would, you wouldn't be interested in going to a place full of people like me that You'd be shocked and surprised by our group half the time, yeah. I really (laughs) don't like hags. I don't either, even though I studied them. Well, you know, know your enemy. By far the most uh, promising hallucination I've had in several months. There were no children there? In my hallucinations, no, seldom. Okay. Uh, Sometimes they sing weird, creepy songs on stuff. No, I meant like on the hag islands. Oh, no, there was no, it's weird, yeah, there's no kids. Uh, Didn't really ask a lot of questions. Did a lot of. Uh, oh, you asked questions, just not relevant yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Asked, asked, asked <laughs> questions. So, all right. Did you ask questions? So, um, yeah. So you have a boat. I have a, a map. Oh. And uh, sometimes it's it's a pretty cool map actually. Like it's got these holes in it. Uh, I I only did one of them, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a it's a hold on. And you see that as he presses it, right? Hmm a like light glows in one of the areas of the map and Karina you instantly see look past the squares at the other things that are the circles there's more there 
They might be faded and hard to see, but there are constellations. Uh, I see constellations. Yeah. So Sorry, what, I'm blind IRL. So <laughs> what he truly is holding <laughs> is uh, a constellation map. And <laughs> after talking with Seisha, you recognize a lot of those are Faerunian. Ah, I'm going to rub my little rat hands all over this. Um, but as this man pulls out this map oh, and you all, all begin rat. to look at it and possibly help him, that's where we're going to take a break. Yeah! I just peed myself. Yeah. Dude, the stories were so good, you guys. They were very yeah. And, and uh, if it wasn't clear in his story, this leads to a different location, not the Hag Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this was not clear in the story for me. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wait, that's right, because he said there's somewhere he could go that. That okay. has more people yeah. like him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And oh, could so possibly help. Tonight, just go to Hag Island. Sponsored by the Midnight World, please use yeah. the yeah. link that is uh, either or, or on your screen yep. uh, or on our social media posts. Uh, go check them out, and also make sure to check us out on the 30th for the Halloween one-shot of us playing yep. the Midnight World, and we'll see you in, like, 15 minutes. Yep, we'll be back soon. Peabody demands it. D4 is a 5e Dungeons and Dragons live actual play stream and podcast starring co-DMs Dustin Fletcher and Devin Henderson, with Katie Downey as Seisha Vallisbard, Patrick Logan as Voss, Ethan Monsor as Harold Hovelton, Katie Atkins as V. Vetterock, and Rhea Sunshine as Vinley Gallinodale. To find out where to subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our community with extra content on Discord and Patreon, visit d4dndrpg.com. Please consider taking a moment of your time to rate and review us online and tweet us at D4DNDRPG as word of mouth and recommendations will help us continue to grow so we can share stories with you all. Thank you for listening and being excellent to each other. Hey everyone, Dustin here. We want to take a moment to thank some of our BFF patrons from the BFG tiers and higher. Cameron M, Christina P, thank you so much. Come over here, keep close. Pay attention. This is the most important part. Hello and welcome back. Uh, the party uh, surprised Seisha with uh, a liar's night as they all um, got into the festivities of wearing masks and uh, dressing up as ghouls and goblins and spooky things because uh, liar's night is Faerunian Halloween. Did y'all prep them ahead of time? Maybe. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, on this frightfully terrifying night, they found a man floating on Eisenberg uh, as they found a uh, water genasi who seems to be cursed with and stricken with uh, frigid ice that painfully shoots out of his body, and he's cursed to not feel any warmth for the rest of his life. Uh, that's as much as he knows about the end of that curse. Uh, but he uh, did. They did tell stories. Carved gourds. Yep. 
Uh, and Abe uh, uh, told the story of how he became cursed and also how he found out about a map to a, a place that could hopefully help him uh, and presented the map uh, to the party, uh, especially uh, noticing the constellations. Ka Karina is looking at it and... Uh, as you can see, there is a larger version of it uh, yes. in front in front of you here. Um, wow, this version doesn't have holes. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it's 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 on y'all. Since Seisha taught me these constellations, are they on me in this uh, pattern? In this uh, like organization? In, okay, so the constellations that are. Uh, out on the board and that are have changed to you, you recognize, um, and you see that they are kind of in a starry form. You can see in the open sky above you many of the correlating stars. Okay. Are they in actual formation of the stars in the heavens? Yes. Okay. So like one constellation is in the relative location to another? Yes. Okay, cool. And just for <coughs> clarifying... Uh, the map that you are holding is just a star map. Yeah. However, when it is touched, it every time it is touched, it uh, uh, where it is touched glows. For instance, when you touch it, <gasps> that area of the map would glow. Mm. So, I want to re-emphasize my little rat hands all over it. <laughs> um, you see, as you're doing this. Um, you are not able to do more than like one or one two spot at a time. At a time. Yep. Okay. You, you touch like it. You you touch it and it goes. And as soon as you like do it, it just goes dark. Yeah. yeah or or it'll it'll trail around and just like just be one dot that constantly goes around. Maybe you need possum hands. Um, Simone. <laughs> just walk on it. <laughs> and just for fun. I think it's fun whenever you say that. It, uh, can everybody just roll initiative? Uh, I see. Just for fun. <laughs> oh, you know, funsies, that thing we do at D4. Oh. Oh. Wow, look at what I did. Oh, wow. So, not to do that. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Oh, my Natural God. 20 for a 29. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> 25 to 30. So anybody, 25, okay, so 29 for, for Harold. Uh, yeah. 20 to 25. 20 to 15? 17. Okay. okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So anybody above 17? I am 17. Yep. Okay, so V17. Yeah. Uh, and then... Raya. 16? 19. Or ni I said anybody above and 17. And I held up my hand, hand and you didn't she look did at me. Up. Wow. Okay. Surprised <laughs> at being really loud. Like me and Katie. Yeah. Okay. Get hurt. Then Petunia was 16. Wow, well, the men 15. tonight. 15? <laughs> so, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Abe yep. is 16. Petunia, heard not what seen. was yours? 15? Yeah. Got it. Uh, 15 to 10? Uh, I'm a 16, but Abe goes first. Got it. I guarantee it. What's your dex? Uh, I have a 9. And Karina? Like, like, Karina? Yeah, a whole scholarly six. Oh, yeah! Right. Awesome. That is a GED six. Okay. I am so sorry. It's a scholarly eight. So, <laughs> I think I stole your role. So the way this is going to work, uh, 
is you might discover things as you interact with the, the map. Mm-hmm. This just helps us put it into a, a yeah, turn-based yeah. order. Yeah. Uh, so that we can have upstairs participate as well. Nice. Um, so, uh, Harold, uh, you are first, <laughs> if you so wish. Uh, where would you like to uh, touch the map, or how would you like to interact with the map? Uh, the Z Tetris block. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, which one? Uh, okay, I gotta choose one. Yep. Uh, middle top. Here? Yeah. Okay. I see Tetris, I go Tetris. What is this, mine? <laughs> and you see, um, uh, as he touches it, it glows. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I'm gonna get this out of the way. You guys realize that it's gonna take more people to figure this out, and that's why one person just trying to figure out doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So the next person is Vinley. Uh oh. Um. Are you making us play Minesweeper? No. <laughs> I can tell uh, you. I'll press Little Dipper connection point. That's what I thought. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As you do that, both of these go out. I'm glad Ray and I are on the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't remember his name. I was like Minefield something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that wasn't right. So I still remember a specific pattern order. Okay. This is my favorite. It's like Simon Says. Uh, the next is B. <laughs> I poke that first one again. This one here? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Abe. Yeah, that's interesting because usually I'm just one guy, so I just touch it and it goes away, and I touch it and it goes away, and I do that for several days at a time when I get bored. That's what oh. you did with the hog women. Yeah, it's true. Oh, but they didn't go away. They kept coming back. It's true. Sometimes they come in back twice. <clears throat> so I, um, <laughs> uh, this time I'm going to touch it uh, right adjacent to the one that uh, the so powerful lady. Yeah. Uh, here. Okay. Uh, you touch it there. They both go out. Oh no! Sorry about that. Ten hours later. Uh, <laughs> With my knowledge of the constellations and my um, investigation, can I devise the per- like what the gist of this? Give is? me a. Are you trying to hold on? Are you trying to understand the purpose of the map or how the rules are put? How the rules are. Okay. Um. Just go ahead and make me an intelligence check. Intelligence or investigation? Intelligence. I thought she was going to ask to use knowledge of the ages, uh, and I got sad. I don't have it anymore. I know. <laughs> intelligence. Wow, what a way to remind us, Fenley. Mm-hmm. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky. Uh, 19. Okay. You have not interacted with it enough to figure out a pattern. Okay. But if it gets to the, the, the point where once you start to... to do a little bit more with it. We may. I may some. reveal some stuff to you. Okay. Yep. Uh, but do you touch the map? Yes. Yeah. Try a different space. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Weird star. It glows. Mm-hmm. It's a misshapen uh, star. No, totally... uh, Petunia. Sorry, Alex. Ooh, the camera. The one directly like. up from it. So here? Up. Or here? Yeah, uh, Dustin was correct. Got oh, it. here. There? 
Okay, touch it, it glows, they both go out. Oh. Wait a minute. I'm forming an idea. There's darker lines. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. forming an idea about that. Yeah. I think it, maybe we fill in the dark areas. Oh, like I... the top, t- the top left two. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, and we are turn-based, but you guys can confer amongst each other and talk, and and yeah. then, but just you know, whoever's turn it is would be the one to, to touch it. Uh, Petunia, you wanted oh, to say goodness. something, and Karina, you'll be next to. to okay. What if? What if you need to? Say fill in the spaces. Can, well, no, maybe not. Well, if you started from one end and trying to go to the other without trapping yourself, right? Like you would want to, like in the one that we just did, you would want to start on the one that was the lower left one, and then to the right, up, to the right, down, to the right, to the right. Does that make sense? No. Okay. <laughs> then... Try, try filling the top two right and one. left from left to right or right to left. These, Is these it... two. Uh, out of curiosity, yeah. in the middle there, is that another bold line or is that the fold of the map? Okay, so this one right here, Yeah. Uh, that is a thinner line like okay, this. Okay, 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 That's okay. what I thought. Uh, I, I think Petunia may be right that you do it in a way you don't so, trap yourself. clarification, this is one whole quadrant. Okay, right. you think you get it in thank one you, sweep. You. Yeah, I think, I think a combination oh, of what we're Oh, so you just start saying. here and then oh. you go like that. Wait, 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 wait. I played a puzzle book like that once. Mm-hmm. So like try the two in the bottom left corner, just left. one little co- quadrant. Yeah. It'd okay. probably be the, the best top one left is that's, five squares. That's fine. We can say that you guys try that. Boom, boom. You touch this and here, here. Yeah. They both go out. Okay. Dang. Okay. So that theory is. Even undone. like, and we'll say that you touched one and then touched the other and then touched the other and then touched, you know, yeah. like just to try, try both, both combos. Ways. Well, yep. I'm done with that theory. Bye. All right. Thought I was onto something. Okay. Uh, Harold. Are we still in frame when eh? we're standing? Oh, wait, no, I think it's still Karina. Yeah, yeah you are. Oh, yeah, Karina, yeah, you're still you in are, your... you are. Yeah. Still yeah. in frame. Okay. It's close. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's actually easier to see on the camera. So the <laughs> the boxes mm-hmm. are... Hold on. I'm telling to the group. Uh, we have two, then we have five, and then <gasps> we have seven, seven, four, and twelve. For what, or sorry, eleven. Uh, for for whoever's good with numbers, I am. I feel like there's a numerical order to this, so I'm gonna start by putting one in the part of the two box with the constellation. Here or here? Uh, with the first the one. Here. Yeah. Okay. There you go. It glows. Maybe uh, we have to go constellation by constellation. Harold. So they if, wouldn't if, have put bold lines. What you're saying is, so Karina, what you're saying is I should put mine in the four slot. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, let's try that. Uh, I'll put it, do we, do we have a specific one we want it in? Uh, maybe this closest one since it's connected constellation-wise yeah. to the two? Yeah. The sure. Yeah. This one? Yeah. 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 Uh, you touch them, they glow, they both go out. Damn it, there goes that theory. I, thought, I really thought you were onto it. Yeah. I feel like the numbers and the bold lines are really doing something here. There has to be something with I'm, these lines. I, uh, I will let you know Those that is planetary. art. Okay, well, oh. the it, puzzle it, is the puzzle. Yeah, that is the star chart. Yeah. So the star chart is not part of the puzzle. Correct. I'll the let you know that. constellations are not part of the puzzle. Correct. It's okay. just squares. Yeah, that is just to mimic the fact that he is holding a constellation map. Got it. Okay. Yes. 
Well, I got nothing. What do you about you guys? Vinley, uh, um, it is your turn to, to touch the. I will press. Let's see. So this one's eleven. The two on that one's five. Those two are seven. That one's four, and that one's two. Squares that don't meet horizontally, horizontally or vertically. Oh, okay. I will place one here. Okay. It's it, it glows. Uh, v. And then put it in a different box, maybe. Like here. Mm. No. Not yes. That would work. Okay. Touch it there. It glows. And it hey! stays. Hey. Oh, okay. I, if we get Doku. If we get one wrong, they're all going out. But we got two, and that's more than we had before. <laughs> Hold on, I, wait, I need wait, to draw I got this. this. I got yeah. this. <laughs> you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Right. Abe, it is your turn to touch a quadrant. Uh, you see him uh, very wild-eyed. It's, he's been doing this for a very long time, trying to figure it out. Um, and he's a blood I like pressure. puzzles. I love that about you. I love that you love puzzles. Um, Easy there, big boy. <laughs> it's so nice for you. Do you? <laughs> She's gay too. That, I, that Very gay. We're all, all gay. We're all gay on this board. Good. Good. I'm not gay. Oh, take it. Not all right, good for you. Um, so, um, mm, maybe we do uh, in a different. Uh, oh, give me uh, a second. Oh, I'm giving a second is what I'm doing. <laughs> in, in maybe the, the long phallic okay. one, maybe something Six is down. there. Yeah. Jesus. Six across. So, tell me where. Um, yeah, that's my favorite one. I call that one Zawini. Um, Zawini. Um, Zawini. What are you guys doing about this one? Slightly to the left. <laughs> okay, so, you touch here? No, yes. Okay, he asks about this specific one. I think that's a safe one. I agree with that one. Yeah, I do it. I don't okay. feel strongly any way about it. It glows. It does not go out. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. So we know which yeah. order to go. Okay. On. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> Let me get these bold lines drawn. I'm bringing a very scratchy ice genasi. Seisha. Yeah. Welcome. Oh no, we can't do that. What? Do what? I. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. You figured something out, didn't you? Oh, that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Safe. Okay. It glows it and glows. it stays lit. <gasps> You're a genius, Seisha. What have we figured out? <laughs> I don't know why I feel bad. No, I think you're a genius. Okay. Uh, Petunia. Um. Is there a is there a method? Do not pick two that are linked horizontally or vertically, possibly diagonally. I don't know if that's going to count yet or not. In fact, it might be a good idea to hit a diagonal. Yeah. Okay, just to then, see if it counts while we're still early into this. In the, in the top right uh, that has the, um, the, the six and then the seventh on the foot bottom, yeah, so, so over so bottom left. I think, yeah. No, that won't, bottom that won't left. work. That won't nope. work. Oh, yeah. I can show you. That one? I, mean, I think. I don't know if I'm pointing. Yeah, I think so. Just use the back. Okay. Pointing to that, the right one? Sorry. Yes. Oh, no, go, go for it, okay. go for it. Yeah. Touch that one. These two go out. Okay. Oh. Okay. okay. All right. We Wait, learned something. Wait, where did where was it something. placed? They were adjacent. Where was it placed? Here. There. And here. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Oh. Remember, and we did that one fourth. Yeah. Okay. And it got erased. This is the best day of my life in a very long time. This one. 
And something that you have learned now, just mm -hmm. uh, passively, is that only conflicting stars mm -hmm. will go out. Right. Yeah. Conflicting stars? And this so is, is there, like, is it, it didn't wipe the board. I can't confirm that. I think she's on to something. Yeah, I think she's on to something. Hold so. on. Okay, hold on. I want to make sure I got the correct number of spaces. One, two, three, six by four, six. Five, six. Then it's Karina, your turn too. Yeah, I. Okay. Well, we know okay. we know one of them will light back up. I think. Yeah. Okay, because I think I know where she's going with this. I'm gonna go into that second spot of the two. I think it's here. Right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which one? This one? No. The other this one. one? Mm -hmm. This one. This one. This one. Yes. And this one. Yes. I knew that would yeah. happen. I knew yep. it. Okay. There we go. There okay. we go. It's the end of the second round with your passive intelligence. I had to test your theory. Thank you. I knew it. Oh my god. V, okay. speak your theory. I'm, I gotta draw it. I can't explain it. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I think I, I'm, I, I don't want to give you the answer because she might have figured yeah, it out. No, okay. I, I think. Okay. I, I I'll try to explain it. Yeah. So here's what I think. There are one, two, three, four, five. So there's six different shapes, right? Mm -hmm. One has to glow in each shape, but one also has to glow in each row and each column. But they can't be in the same row in the same column or diagonal, mm -hmm. but there has to be one in each shape. That shape is only two squares, so oh. that has to be that last row. So that means you can't put oh. one in that shape. Right. But that one is an L, so it goes in the second row over there, which means there can't be uh, one in this column. Right. Oh my gosh! Should we That's have genius. V put it? So should we have P V put the gems in the way that she's thinking? It, yes. Sure? Yeah. 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 Just have me yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 Go V. Go. 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 It, you can do it, but in play, you it's, know that every like you have to. Yeah. 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 All yeah. Of us, yeah. You're going to take your hands and like. Yes. Okay. Okay. I need, I need to be over there to see. I'm sorry. No? Okay. Okay. You want to do it? Here, do it. I gotta look at it this way. Okay. So. I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Go V. Go. go V. Shouldn't need more than. Just, just, just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh. Okay. Mm -hmm. As you press those. Oh, they're diagonal. Sorry. Just give me a second. Oh, mm -hmm. oh. You almost got it. Not yeah, yeah. Quite. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, they're, no, the no. The, no, they're diagonal. No. Shit. No, put the top one on that side and the middle one on that side. But then the top. Oh no! Two got to get the top. Got to get the. I'm so close. No, you had it right. I had it right. That's not right. No, that's, no, that's right. correct. And put that one. Lights are still. And as that happens, you <gasps> yeah! see. The line of a constellation you so don't proud of know. You. Whoa, that's new. As it is combining stars from different constellations. Ah, oh, I'm so fucking proud of you. Sorry. Yep. Dude, Katie, like, that was amazing. Dude, that was incredible. Uh, and um, you got the good education. There is, and like as it lights up, you look up and you can see where those are in the sky. And it's a direction. Yeah, it is still in the same direction that you're going, but a little bit to uh, the south. Gariel, can you go that way? You see her like intrigued, like looking and looking up and... Hold on. I mean, I'm not the captain. Oh, that's right. What do we do, Captain? 
Yo, you go. <laughs> let's let's see where it takes us. You know me, I love adventure. Yeah. Curiosity like definitely did not kill this cat. Didn't even slow her down. Never so does. Is that so? I'm so proud of you too. How embarrassing for me is the star dread. <laughs> I'm embarrassing I'm just, for me as a wizard. I'm just a humble right black barbarian with a uh, noble's with a, education. I was about to say with I mean, a yeah. very expensive education. <laughs> um, and uh, you see that the the page continues to glow and will not turn out. Okay. It can go out. Yep. So that constellation will stay on your map. Very I draw that new constellation in my book. Okay. My, my journal. You ought um, to not turn back. <laughs> Yep, you, you hear, so you actually hear a small voice go, you otter not turn back, and you look over and Harold's holding this taxidermied otter. Simone died bombs it. Earl didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, Earl hates Simone just, <laughs> I'm gonna name it the Frozen Man. Who's your friend there? Oh, uh, no, it's kind of circular, uh, the Frozen this is, uh This was a, an impulse buy. At a, at a shop where I live, uh, it, it it pretty much only says otter puns. Best purchase ever. Oh, he gives two big thumbs up. Like, are we introducing critters? It's almost as good yeah. as yes. my uh, right. my socks. Just your socks. Your socks. Hold on. I bought three pairs of socks, and they have come in handy so many times on our adventures. Vinley uh, has a critter. Oh yes, she has many. So before, With the otter. as you were getting that, Gariel will shout up compass. See that star right there? I'm kind of point up. Head to that, keep that in the heading. Keep it straight on. See where this takes us. And unless there's anything that you all want to do specifically tonight, you are on this heading for an entire month with Abe and Toe. I'm down. I do like toes. Uh, every night, Karina is slowly and methodically, ritualistically braiding her hair. But okay. she doesn't know what she's doing, so it's taking a very long time right now. She effectively has a side shave going on. <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, just make a note of that, because at the end we'll get you to uh, do a roll or mm -hmm. something like that. And if you have anybody help you, uh, uh, Venley. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, because only Venley knows why. Ah. Gariel will, at some point, will open up a map. And kind of based on the calculations of the heading, mm -hmm. there is nothing on the map. It's just like Evermeet. Like it is just imp open, mm. empty ocean. Oh, and at one point, Karina is going to uh, say, do you take your armor off at any point? At night. Uh, Actually, she probably doesn't wear it on the ship. No, I'm gonna say she does, because otherwise that's gonna <laughs> fuck me later. Yeah. The, uh, the kneecaps that Karina engraved for you one morning, whatever, you'll get up and there's like a little, like, dangly charm of uh, three marble, uh, three marble pieces on the sides of them. That's new. And it's clearly Karina's marble. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I will go find Karina. Okay. That was quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there would, you can say uh, yeah. over a span of time because yeah. we're going through a month right now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Most of your days will let you know. 
are extremely boring. But as we said in the beginning, a boring day at sea is a good day at sea. It's a great day at sea. Because <laughs> uh, you don't want storms. You don't want creatures. You don't want warships. Frogmen coming up from the depths and yeah. raiding your ship yeah. and, and killing you a, during session zero. And stealing a god. <laughs> and um, stealing a god. I would uh, like to say, um, because I was not expecting any of this to happen, and uh, I wasn't expecting you to be a real... So as the days pass, I would think that um, Abe would just sit at the head of the ship near the, the, the what do they call the piece at the end there? Uh, the head maiden. The head maiden. And you see that the head maiden is a mermaid. Figurehead. Oh, figurehead, yeah. Uh, has, uh, is a mermaid and there's a chain wrapped around her that like anchors her to both sides of the hull. Yeah, so I would probably perch just on the edge of that leaning out as far as I could, just peering out most of the time. This one. I definitely think Vinley goes to find him at a certain point. Okay. Uh, we'll do Seisha and Karina, and then we'll give you two a time to talk. Karina. Uh, yeah. Got a minute. <laughs> She's like <laughs> half Brit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want help with that? Uh, Vinley's got it. Okay. Um, I couldn't help but notice these. And she like jingles the marbles. Oh, yeah. They're new. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you like them. I, I do, they're really pretty. Our palace guards had them. Oh. They were the strongest women I knew. I know we've had our disagreements, but I think we understand each other more than we care to. You... You definitely... Um... You definitely said things to me that I think I needed to hear. I don't think everyone has to hear them when they're not ready to hear them, maybe, but... I, you're very strong, and neither of what either of us has gone through has been particularly great, and when I thought of all you've been through, I thought of very cool ladies of the palace guard, so I wanted you to have some janglies like them. Thank you for giving me part of your world. Well... This is apparently my world now, so you all are part of my world. I'm glad you're here. And I'm really sorry we got off on the wrong foot. That just means our next step is on the right foot. I like that. Oh, oh, okay. There's a platinum chain, like, (laughs) half dangled in her hair. Get Fenley. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, Fenley, don't tell anybody what this is about. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I won't tell anyone. Uh, and then I'll you, <clears throat> you see a forlorn man, um, maybe finding a little bit of hope at the bow of the ship. I misty step to behind him so that I make no sound, and then I say, "Excuse me, Abe." Yeah. Hi. Um, hi, I'm uh, just... Uh, oh, hello, Vinny. Hello. 
Um, what, what can I do for you? <clears throat> oh, um, I wanted to introduce you to my critters. It um, kept falling aside. Um, yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. There's been a lot happening. But whenever we meet someone new, they have to meet my creatures to see if they like them. Well, to see if they like you. People typically like me. Oh, I'm Irish all of a sudden. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was wild. Yeah. yeah um, people like me at first, usually, but... Um, <laughs> what makes you think they're people? Uh, I, I don't know. I did. You just... Uh, you had dancing uh, skeletons earlier, so I was assuming that I... Uh, uh-oh. So there's a whole thing happening. I, I feel okay. the, the waves. <laughs> there. It's phallic objects moving around again. You know, I Sorry! <laughs> Didn't we put his gourd out? Mine gourd! <laughs> ben, like, can you cast permanent... Or actually, Karina, can you keep this from rotting? Thank you, sorry. Um, I will say, just to interject for a second, yeah. sorry. Uh, the Night of Liar's Night. Mm. Uh, everybody's pumpkin flickered and almost went out multiple times. Hard to tell if that means bad omens, or if you're struggling to stay towards the good, or if you can persevere through anything. I can't do anything to protect those, can I? Nope. I can just use thaumaturgy to make them all brighter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but I can just keep lighting it. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a couple of times that it almost flickers completely out, but it doesn't seem they to. They don't ever go out. Except, except for Hicks. Except for Apes, who does go out. So. Okay, but continue, sorry. Yeah, so your creatures, they are not uh, people. Not these. Well, one. One. Nice. Um, here, let me show you him first. And she reaches behind her, essentially, as if she was wearing a coat, like I am now. And then she pulls out, and dancing along her hand is a royal blue monarch butterfly with a skull motif. She reaches out, and he kind of flits off of her and onto your hand. Oh, careful, uh, cold. Oh, he feels no cold. Uh, He's dead. This is Savard. Uh, hello, Savard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, this is, this is beautiful. Thank you. You I made him. Made well, I twisted him. He he was a living butterfly, and then he died, and well, the point, um, Abe, is that Savard for a very very long time was my only friend because I was cold, yeah. heartless because of what people did to me, and. I hope if you are in a similar case, if your actions are being predetermined by what has been done before to you, that I would hope you would let that go in some ways and embrace change or metamorphosis. And she kind of lets him go and he disappears and out of the smoke uh, that he forms as he disappears, uh, a flaming skull with blue fire forms out of that this is Tassar. And you see it just chatters like... <laughs> he was He's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here. And I 
literally grab him by the jaw and just hand him to you. See, the fire doesn't actually hurt. No, this is, this is probably not appropriate way to hold him, but I don't know. He, I've never. I think he likes it. All right. He just continues to laugh. Chittering and vibrating in your arms. <laughs> he was the skull of someone who tried to kill me and my friends. Good. Because it's it's funny, truly, that anyone would try to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Ominous, but... Yeah. And then he chitters and chitters and chitters and then slowly melts into, like, this green goo in your arms as you're holding him, and out of that forms a giant almost bullfrog with an eye falling out. I, and it's, no, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. It's not it, a lot of baby it's about, is appropriate. Yeah, it, it's about the size of Petunia. <laughs> big boy. Maybe a little yes. bit, maybe maybe a little bit smaller than Petunia, smaller but... Petunia. Yeah, and it's just, just this, it just... That is Phelan. She, she reminds me of the beauty that comes with friends. You look up and the eyes just... Push that back. So, and she has beautiful anklets. And it, you just keep pushing it in. Yes. And then it just, you see it just, the tongue grabs the eye, pulls it in its mouth, and then... Yeah. And then it starts to... Yeah, to add to the descriptions, there was seemed to be like a very tiny ring around Savard. I forget what is... There's a ring around Savard. There's a uh, gemmed ring going through the eye sockets of, of, Tassar. uh, the, of Tassard, and then anklets on the frog. So you've got a frock with anklets and uh, uki eyeball. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, she's just a manifestation of truly the beauty of friendship because it looks atrocious and it sounds horrible and it smells awful and you would wonder why anyone would ever want such a thing. But once you have it in your arms, you don't want to let it go. And she waves her hand and it kind of gyrates and just, and out of the middle of it comes a bat that looks decrepit and its leather wings are no longer there and it looks like someone just kind of played bop it on it a couple times. <laughs> bop it, twist it, pull it, you know? <laughs> this is Meryl. I didn't know you. Hello. She, she came to me um, at a very low point in my life and she reminds me that even if you are so tattered and fucked up and you think that there's nothing else to go to, you can still fly. That's true, I can. <laughs> and then this is a new one. And she pulls down and the bat slams into the floor and it sticks its head up and it turns into a raven. Because I've had a raven corpse this entire time as well. This is Ithil. Karina dead staring from the other side of the boat. <laughs> you see your raven also just kind of like very not okay with this particular <laughs> being. <laughs> and you see Ithel's lower jaw is just not there. It's just the hanging raven tongue at the bottom. She reminds me of new beginnings. New beginnings, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, why? why? <laughs> I show you all of this because I truly hope, as horrible and as mean as hags are, that you'll learn your lesson from this curse. Mm. 
in a peaceful way. I don't agree with what they did, but I hope the outcome is is genuine, nonetheless. Because you are a nice person. I would hate to have to... Never mind. Never mind. I would hate to have to become another one of your pets. (laughs) But uh, if I might make a request, Mm -hmm. if that day comes, maybe like... um, a little, um, like a snowman, it just melts all the time. Is that it? Yeah, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. Well, even if it's not you, I think I may have to visit that idea. Just, I don't know. You seem very nice. I've and I hope... I hope your cold heart doesn't ruin you. Thank you. Me too. Me too. I think your heart is very warm. (laughs) At least deep down inside. Very. Yeah, very deep down. I give him like a hug. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. ca- careful, pointy, pointy, very pointy. You hear it kind of oh, <laughs> against my armor, and I'm like, it's fine. I have magic to fix things. Good. If you need anything, come find me. Even if it's just to talk about how you feel nothing. And I turn and walk away. A different night, Karina was wanting to find him as well. <laughs> yeah. Let's um, go walk out Simone on my shoulder. Just... I have a frank question for you. For me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you learn your lesson? I think about that a lot, of course, because I have had a very long time to mm-hmm. think on these things. Mm-hmm. I think that the person I was would never have learned his lesson, you see, because he could always get what he wanted. He could use his, his looks or his charms or his, his words, and he could always just get the thing he wanted in the moment, whether it be clothes or riches, or men or women, but there was never a consequence. You could always go out with the tights. Mm-hmm. But when your skin hurts and you can't get away from that, and you wonder why. I don't know that I've learned my lesson, but I know that I made somebody very angry. I think maybe they were justified mm-hmm. in being angry. And what will you do if you get better? Maybe the man I am right now wouldn't do the right thing. Maybe the man tomorrow would do something better. Okay. Come here. Yeah? She's four and a half feet tall. Careful. <laughs> po- pointy. Careful. Be very careful. Pointy. On a clear part of his face, she's going to slap the shit out of him? Yeah, careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's for the past. Yeah. I'm going to hold out my hand for yours. 
careful quotes, pointy, all the... Well. And where you slap, you actually see the cheat <coughs> cracks like ice mm-hmm. breaking. Yeah, here you go. For okay. the future, right, I'm going to walk him to the edge. Yeah. Go, all those stars in the sky. I came from beyond those. It's a long way. And men who didn't care about what they did to other people are why that's not there anymore. So, when you look at the stars, I want you to think of me. Because if you stay a good man, the stars will always be above you and will always look out for you. But if you're a bad man, stars have a way of falling out of the sky. I want you to have a good future, I do. Thank you. I am not yet a good man. But I'm sorry that somebody like me did that to your home. They were a bit worse than you, but I've learned that people worse than you started out as you. Yeah, yeah. Best to nip that in the bud or I kill you. Sure, sure. Okay. And she's going to reach into her bag and pull out a knit scarf with um, crystalline patterns in it. Just wrap it around your neck. Pull it a little tight and then loosen it. (laughs) Are you sure? Did you you make this? I've had it for a while. But I figure if we can find a cure for you, you're gonna know what it's like to feel chilly again. Thank you very much. I am sorry about being gross at your crew. Oh no, I'm just gay. I just like all men, and you in particular have done a lot of gross things, so. Very gross. Mm hmm. Yeah, you but should. You fucked a minotaur for ship supplies. <laughs> men are for information. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> she said it then, she feels it now. But. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oof. But we're going a long way to help you. And I hope you can understand that that's just the kind of person these people are. I'm getting there, but they're going to do a lot to help you. You pay that forward, okay? Right. Okay. Your friends have uh, touched me, and not in a metaphi- metaphorical. No, no, no. Okay. Not in a metaphorical way, but in the way that um, I have not touched in a very long time. Kind of got you into this mess, so I understand. Yeah. I for. God, how nice that is. It's uh, something I, I throw away. Didn't know how much, how valuable. Mm. I'm going to hug him and take whatever damage it causes. Oh, don't, it's careful. Oh, pointy. Don't care. <laughs> Does it cause any physical, like it doesn't cause like hit point damage, but it definitely is scrapes and scratches and yeah. I mean, it is. Don't care. Hmm? Okay, I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night. I'm going to go back onto the mast of the ship, and, or onto the uh, 
the maiden head. Bow. Bow. Uh, I take up. I bow first, and then I go to the maiden head. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he's learning. Yeah. Yeah. He's the true. The true narrative is to always be better than who you were yesterday. All right, I got two. I'd okay. like to do. Um, I go find Harold one night. I was about to say, banging Gariel's an assumption. Let's well, yeah, no, that's, that's just a given. Don't come a-knocking if this cabin's rocking. We're on a boat! <laughs> I know! Um, but yes, uh, eventually you find Harold uh, doing whatever Harold does on a ship. Uh, mostly plays accordion. Uh, Bunch of sea shanties. He He's teaching Petunia how to play Three Dragon Ante. She's already much better than he is, and it's frustrating. Nice. Uh, but but it's he, all dumb luck. Yeah, he is. Like he looks at what she just played and just—it's the third time you drew Tiamat tonight. Seisha, perfect timing. Me. I gotta, I gotta go handle. Can, can okay. I borrow him? You can nurse your wounds and come back and try again. All right, I will. And we'll turn and walk over with Seisha to a, a private place in the ship and be like, I, I, I swear. If she draws Tiamat one more time tonight, I'm going to lose it. You're going to lose it. I know I'm going to lose it. I've lost so much money already. Y'all are playing for money? Just small amounts. We like to play with nibs. Gary L and I play for kisses. That's a great idea, and I mm-hmm. honestly regret not thinking of that earlier. <laughs> I'm, both I'm here to help. Um, I was... I, 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 um... I wanted to apologize. Apologize for what? You haven't done anything. I feel like um, with everything that happened, I I feel like I, I, I fucked a lot up. And um, I, you're really, really important to me, Harold. You're important to me too, Seisha. I, I, I mean, I don't want to step on your toes here, or you know, I, I don't think anything you did was terribly wrong. Maybe that one guy you killed, but beyond that, I think that if anybody understands what it's like to have a dark side and have to move through it, and how difficult that is, and it's me. You know, I'm not proud of who I was, but I am proud of the journey I took to get here. And I don't always get it right. You know, someone I love dearly, and he looks back towards his room, looks back to you and says, always taught me that healing isn't linear. You don't just always get better. You know, sometimes you take steps back and sometimes you take steps forward. Would- In my personal opinion, and I can't speak for anybody else on the team. I never really felt like you were making huge mistakes or fucking things up or holding us back. You had to discover yourself. When I met you, you couldn't tell a lie. And you didn't understand the, the world. You know? People saw you as so naive. And look at you today. You are at the forefront of what we do. You're helping save the world now. You've seen things that people can spend their whole lives and never see. 
done things that people could work their whole lives to try to achieve and never get close. I don't see you as anything other than one of my best friends and someone I'm deeply admiring of and proud to be a part of this whole save the world thing with. I'm not exactly, I, I guess I'm just not exactly sure what you mean when you say you've been bad. To me, you've always just been you. I don't think that, um, I don't think my judgment has been great and I think it hurt people and I want to make sure I don't fall down that road again and I was hoping since um, you're my bard <laughs> um, <laughs> not in a possessive way but, no, yeah. no, I don't. Um, You're fine. Go ahead. Um, I I was kind of hoping that when my story gets a little too dark, if you can maybe let me know. I think I think one of the the sad things about the world is sometimes we have to get a little bit darker to see things through. I, I of course, will stand in and try to help you if I think you're heading down a path you would regret later. But sometimes this mask comes back on because it has to. You know, I, when, we, when we meet the Elder Eye, and we will, something, something it'll send, or hopefully not it, when we meet the ones in charge, when we're looking at George Forsworn, that darkness is going to serve you. And then hopefully when we're done, we can leave all that behind. I don't think... I don't think there's anybody else I'd prefer to be a bard for than you. Not as much. You are one of my best friends. I'm extremely proud of you. And I think you should let go of this self-loathing you feel as best you can be proud of yourself too. You've gone through a dark tunnel. Here you are on the other side, reformed and in my opinion, stronger than you've ever been. I love you, Harold. I love you too, Seisha. Do you, do you remember, do you remember when we were first hanging out very early on in this whole thing for me years ago. And I told you one day you'd regret being my friend. And I told you it was impossible. You told me you'd always be my friend. May the gods bless you for doing that for me. You always stayed true to that word. And I will always be there for you. You better invite me to the wedding. <laughs> you, you see the ring? Is that what this is about? You saw the ring? You have a ring? Shit! Shit! Oh! Ooh! <laughs> I'm gonna see oh, it. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. Oh, you fucker, you got me. Happy Liars Night.
<laughs> hey, that was two weeks Don't tell ago. Her. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. I'm still figuring I'm, it out. <laughs> I, it is on lockdown. I won't even breathe a word of it if you show me the ring. And he will look around and he'll say, I would prefer her to see it first. But I oh, promise. No, that's totally fair. No, that's, yeah. You will Carol, see it, so I assure you. Sweet. I want everyone to see it when she's hopefully wearing it. Oh, she's gonna wear it. <laughs> I hope so. Now I gotta what? go lose some more money. Yeah. Um, and maybe net, then convince her to bet kisses because then everybody's winning. Good call. But if you ever wanna talk anything, always be here. You're the best. No you. All right. All right, go away. All right. And I go back in there, and five minutes later, Tiamat again! (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the other thing I want to do is one night go out to see Abe. Okay. Like her, it's just a. Yeah. He's getting a carousel of like, you better be great or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Bee's just asleep. Bee's like, we'll figure it out. She's like pounding on the wall. Quit yelling about Tiamat! Like, I'm trying to sleep, Harold. <laughs> Sorry. Four Tiamats. I get it, okay? I will come over there and rip up the card myself. Okay, all right, we'll stop, we'll stop. <laughs> Um, what you looking at? I don't know. Um, the horizon. For now. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to see out there, right? But hopefully, hope. Hope is one of the most amazing things in the world. Yeah. Sucks when you lose it. It's sucks when you uh, throw it away. Yeah. Um, I, I, you, you were talking, um, about, um, being on Eisenberg. Eisenberg, yeah. Yeah, and, um, I figured you must have been really lonely. Mm, For the first while, yeah, um, very lonely. And then your mind starts making friends for you, but they are not real, and so you wake up the next day and they are gone, and you have made weird sculptures out of ice, and you have been talking to them. Yes, it's usually ice, usually. Um, Yeah, but uh, then you remember that you are alone, and it's even worse that when the imaginary friends you remember are imaginary, and that's a very lonely, yes. There is a certain comfort in the illusion. Yeah. Even if it's just in that moment. Yeah. So, um, I figured that since you've been lonely, um, maybe you'd Mm. just like some company. We don't have to talk. Um, If it's okay with you, I'd like to just sit here. Yeah, that would be very nice. I have had many nights where I would wonder uh, what I would do. And sometimes it was gross, but often (laughs) it was just nice to be around somebody and look at the same thing and 
and say, hey, look at that. Maybe it's a cloud that looks like a poop or something. You know, <laughs> and laugh about it, but uh, yeah. And there's one more thing I thought I'd offer. Yeah. Um, she holds her hand up. Oh, it's, it's very cold. Trust and me. It's pointy. Trust uh, me. All right, caution. She takes his hand and I cast protection from energy on myself to protect myself against cold. And she'll just sit there holding his hand and staring off into the horizon with him. It's, you're okay. Mm-hmm. I have magic that protects me. Mm. You have good friends. I have the most amazing friends that anybody could ever hope for. You deserve good friends. I... Haven't always, but that's the thing. Sometimes people mess up and it takes a lot of pain to realize that that's the case. Yeah, yeah. That said, fuck hacks. I did. I got fucked by one, but not yeah. in a good way. Not in a good way. Oh. Simone's head during this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Simone's just like, I'm getting the details. So, <laughs> you interacted with hacks before. That's how I got this. And she points steamy. to the eye with the fog rolling out of it. I thought that was very cool. It is kind of cool. It's looking. super cool, yeah. yeah actually. I, I kind of dig it. It's intimidating. Yeah, right? It's a powerful <laughs> woman with a steamy eye. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I made a deal to save a little girl from a hag. And uh, it had a really bad effect on me. And um, my friends saved me. But this, <laughs> I'll, I'll have this forever. <laughs> Her name was Agnes, uh, Auntie Agnes. The, the hag first names this? Mm -hmm. If I find her, I will stab her with ice. If you find her, run. Mm, I will she's... stab her with ice and then run. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. She's she's not just a hag anymore. She's she no. no, she's twisted by very dark and powerful magics that we're actually fighting. That's what we're doing. So you and your friends are doing more than just traveling. Yes. What are you doing? We are, sounds really cheesy. We're yeah. trying to save the world. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. It's selfless, you know, you, when I was hurting people, you realize you only have one life and I made their lives a little worse, a little worse. You are giving, you're, whole life to make everyone's a little better. It's like you're the opposite of me. I think when people are called on, they, they have to consider the risk they take in answering that call. And for some people, 
it's difficult or scary or just doesn't seem like something they think they could do. But the thing is, once you try it, once you try living in a more selfless way, it feels really good to know that people's lives are better for your impact. Hmm. They would uh, love to have that, but... You can. Maybe someday. I have a lot of hurting to do left, I think. I know how it is. But... I, uh, I recently lost someone very important to me. And, um, it hasn't stopped hurting. I, I get what it's like being in pain constantly. And she kind of shakes your hand. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I will, while we travel together, try to make sure you don't have to hurt anymore. The best I can. Thank you. I don't think you're a monster. Mm. I think you're just somebody who let their passions take over. Yeah, I was young, full of something. <laughs> but it's okay as long as you don't hurt people. Yeah, right. I, it's tough when you travel a lot on these boats. Yeah. You know, you you go you go one place, one place, one place, and you have like an almost whole life in one day. Mm-hmm. But then you realize that the people you visit, they still live. Yeah. So anyway, I am thinking about that a lot lately, and I think. If where we are going, I, if they can make me better, I would like very much to do so by helping people too. That's all. See, I knew you were a good person. Uh, not for a very long time. I was very mm, good. That, that's okay. My girlfriend was... Very similar to you. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <coughs> Old habits, yeah. But she, uh, <coughs> she found me. Oh, she was very lucky to do so. Thanks. She decided that she wanted to be the kind of person that someone like me would love. You are very easy to love. Platonically, of course. Mm. I bet you are too. No, not yet. Someday. I don't know. I like you. Mm. I don't know about that. But uh, thank you. You are very kind. Your heart is too big for such a large and powerful individual with a cool, steamy eye. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Your hand is frosty. You better be careful. I can't even feel it. 
Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> it's not going to hurt me. That's how hypothermia happens. <laughs> it's not going to hurt me. It actually feels warm. <laughs> I'm literally protected from the cold. All right, good. Good. Sorry, concerned. Um, mm-hmm. Nice scarf. Thank you. A very good friend gave it to me. Uh, along with several threats. <laughs> Karina? The very one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She, I think her love language is gift giving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she is not one to withhold her thoughts and feelings. Thanks, it's the autism. <laughs> She's, she mentioned something about autism. Yes, <laughs> yes. Amazing. It's her superpower. I think it's funny. It's just, he makes like a little, just a little blade of ice. It hurts, but it's also kind of a superpower. Sometimes you get a superpower, and it's, initially you think it's bad, and sometimes sometimes it's hard, but sometimes you can do some cool stuff with it, too. Can I see it, mine? Oh, wait, no, you were going to do something. Do something. I was just going to throw it, and it sticks and stuff. It's cool. Yeah, no, I want to see yours, of course. Is it? I thought you were just steamy-eyed, lady. No? no. you got no. more stuff going on. Don't, don't fall off the boat, okay? I, I, don't worry, water in me. We're like water and all uh, water. I'll come get you if you do. Don't do it. It's I, I'm very buoyant. Okay. Unless you want to, unless you want to do like a whole thing about it, then we I can jump off. No, that, that's fine. Okay. Okay. And I uh, take my divine form. So she um, basically this uh, fog just, just screaming and running. <laughs> 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 like like the scene in Hercules when Zeus reaches down for it. <laughs> <laughs> But she, there's like this uh, almost like small explosion of fog and these wings sprout from her back and they come down and toward the end of them, there's just this rolling fog pouring off them across the ground. And her head from, I think it's about here, about her cheekbone up is just this mass of like tendrils of fog. So it's, uh, you know, um, a little, a little intimidating, um, if I'm not lying. Um, mm. we're still cool, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So that's, um, does that hurt? No. It, it feels like home. It feels like home. No, it feels like home. <laughs> 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 Where is home? A little monastery, far to the north of Waterdeep. Mm. Nobody goes to. It's a nice place, though. Maybe I will visit there sometime. If you're ever in port, I'll take you myself. I think. I would have made a joke there before, but I'm not going to this time. I I think. I think my dad would get a kick out of you. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know I wasn't always like this. I was so pointy, so I used to be very handsome. and I had silver hair. It was very silky and beautiful. You're still handsome. Thank you. Chiseled features. Ha! Ha! So, maybe someday I will be soft again. Squishy. Yeah, squishy. Can I call you that? 
But yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. You could be calling me Squishy Good. all day. All right. Yeah, Abe, Squishy. Let's Love watch the like stars, Squishy. Eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, multiple days go by. Uh, at some point, even the crew gets bored. Uh, and there is a competition of, like, ranged Male, like ranged attacks as they'll have uh, like a cask that they've emptied or something that's no longer they'll just cast it into the water and uh, take turns and you feel free to uh, and join in as you can throw your dagger up to a certain 60 feet yeah, yeah up to 60 feet um, and V I'm sure would get in is finally something that is like s- sporty related yes yeah um and uh, there's many other things uh, that the crew does to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at one point, gets uh, someone hears wind that there's three dragon ante on the on the boat, and there's a full uh, three dragon ante on the top deck uh, one night. Um, and get V in on a dice game. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, V. <coughs> okay, maybe not. Who's good? <laughs> Disappears back in the cabin. Closes the door. Uh, <laughs> modest. Okay. I think. Yeah, it, it's okay. I'm pretty sure that's modest. Yeah. So squalor for you. Yeah. <laughs> we can uh, just line up the zombies and play. Not burnt. It <laughs> yeah. uh, looked like you wanted to say something. I do. Could I take a second to uh, get Petunia alone? Of course. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just gonna approach Petunia at some point and say, um, hey. Yes? Um, I feel like you and I haven't really talked since, well, before the entire city exploded. I... Been a while. You were gone before then. It, I was, and I don't know. I guess I want to apologize. Why? Because you're my friend, and I feel like I've been rather shit at being your friend. I don't see how. You've done so much for me. You've taught me two languages. You've... You've helped us in innumerable ways, and I couldn't even send you ascending while we were on the road just to say hello. So I, I came offering something to you. And she pulls out her spell book. Oh. I happen to have 875 gold pieces worth of spell copying supplies and a sudden lack of scrolls to copy. I was proposing perhaps a trade. We could wow. share our secrets with each other. I love that idea. Perhaps we could form our own coven. <gasps> well, we can't be hags. That would be bad. No, we're just simply witches. That'll work. <laughs> Very well. And then I imagine we totter off to a room somewhere to so, start copying spells. Somewhere Seisha senses sisterhood happening without her. <laughs> <laughs> her spidey senses are tingling. Meanwhile, a crow is talking to her in weird, disjointed language. Can someone have a How dare they? 
<laughs> like somewhere, someone's playing Lies of Feathers, stiff as a board without me. I swear if they pull out a Ouija board, I'm burning this ship to the bottom of the sea. I have my Lies. black candle. Petunia, <laughs> <laughs> oh. do you want to do a seance? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it, it was a joke, but if you ever want to, and if you... <laughs> <laughs> it's on the table if you ever have anyone you wish My to. My grandpa, maybe? I don't, I don't. Your grandpa? What was his name? I've got this black flame candle if you're ever just it's not crazy. busy. <laughs> um, said something but, interesting. <laughs> uh, one day, as um, you're sailing across the horizon, you can see that there is nothing but ocean all around you. I hate it. And there has only been ocean all around you for and about I a month. It. For yeah. about a month? <laughs> um, by, by the way, Station makes it a nightly habit to come hold his hand for a little while. Okay. That's yeah. very nice, thank you. Uh, oh. She's nice. He sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Karina does not. You hear across the ship, you feel that. You all start to realize that there's like the night you were telling the ghost stories. That dread that sinks at the bottom of your stomach and your hackles stand on end, the hairs in the back of your neck just feel like there's a shiver. Something, like someone is walking over your grave. As the... of my thumbs. I have a grave? Damn bunnies. But there's this ominous tone that echoes out in your minds the very, very back. It's the only thing that you notice that's a little bit different. It builds. It builds and it builds, causing your heart to race for no apparent reason, but all you feel is dread. As suddenly the ship is crashed into um, and just rocks it hard, and you can ah! feel this massive body slam into the ship's side, and then you feel it as the ship hits to one side, and you can feel the massive form that's underneath rock the ship as it scrapes against the keel, and need everybody to make dexterity saving we throws. We just fixed this boat. Uh, this this. You actually do not see this coming. I will let everyone know this is a new day. If you have anything that you need to roll, aka portents, aka uh, wheel oh. and woes, all of that stuff. Are you about to start a baking powder? Uh, maybe. Whoa, for me. I'll be right back. And okay. I rolled a nine. Okay. Can I keep the ones I rolled and never spent? Which one of these? That's fine. By the way, I've got woe, so I have my four d6s lined up to subtract from things. No blessing of luck. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> um, on the every night, okay. butterflies waiting for you as well. Uh, what what'd you get, Seisha? <gasps> the water map. Big old goose egg. A zero. Great. Awesome. What'd you get? Three. A three. Awesome. Mm. A Twenty bar. Twenty. Uh, excellent. Six. Six. Love it. Petunia. Or I technically a four, that changes nothing. A six? Oh, I'm so happy. Uh, Harold? Wow, fuck you. 
I got a 22. A 22? Okay. This just got a lot more difficult half the crew's going overboard. This is got very cool, though. <laughs> it was a natural one. Yeah, no, oh, I got no. a one. That's why I have a zero. Oh, I do need to Go team, natural one. Wow. I know, yeah. but I can try uh, So, Seisha, Karina, Petunia, and Vinley. What's up? What's up? Uh, That's me. Uh, oh, Baby. and uh, Can you slide that? Yes. Underneath the thing. Uh, you, um, as the ship literally gets jostled and rocked, all of you are thrown overboard. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, no. Love oh, that. No. We fighting in water, baby. So happy I'm wearing my plate armor. So glad. Oh, you, you go down. <laughs> I'm also, I'm in half plate. Uh, uh, Do you know how to swim? Did anybody else no, let me pass? Oh. I'm a squishy what? druid. <laughs> what do you think? Was it pass? Uh, you passed, uh, Jesse passed, and that's okay, it. Okay, cool. Harold, uh, the, the crew passed, passed actually. The, the crew passed. Rip. Yes. <laughs> Rip Andy. <laughs> Hi. Did you miss? He said water. He said Rip. There goes my crew. All right. So. Uh, uh, we all went overboard. Excellent. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're in a spectrum. Seisha's overboard. Yeah, I rolled a nine. So I, I rolled. rolled Harold. We don't do well in the water. <laughs> we in between you Look got at one. Harold. I so rolled handsome. an eight originally. Dave is good. Oh my blessing God. of luck. Because I wanted he a better hot, roll. Look at him. And Sexy I got man. a one. He's pretty cute. So He's that's a, a zero. zero. <laughs> just wasn't meant to be. We're not like boat people. We are not the most not graceful crew. We're not boat people. I'm literally a mountain person. I'm literally a mountain person. He can get to it. Mountain. Personality you know, some grooming. I just realized I'm in a kiwi sandwich just a little right heat now. Ew, boat people. Right. You are in a kiwi no. sandwich. That's what I'm Sculpted saying. Sculpted out a little boat bit. People. You're boat people. And I'm this uh, also roll initiative. This chain oh. stays. It's time to roll initiative. Ew. Boat people. Boat people. V Ew, is in the water. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I got a seven. Was that me or Vinley who said that? Vinley is in the water. Is that an actual phrase? One of us said at one point. Ew, boat people. It was, that feels like Vinley. The recaps. It was Vinley. It was Vinley. Really? Ew. The session Burn. zero uh, recap. Yeah, Boat people. Oh, this is good. Ray got another natural one. Oh. After re-rolling it? No. No. She rolled. She rolled, like kept the first natural one and then rolled her initiative and got another natural one. <laughs> Wait, don't you get to re-roll ones? Yeah. She, I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like another one. That's true. Another Can one. Can you just like keep Karina's rolling them until the there's no longer yeah. one? Yeah. No, it's halflings like get to re-roll, re-roll ones. Uh, so if you yep. roll the one three in a row, you get to keep it. Oh, okay, so I need to roll two. That was my question, the, 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 you have to keep it. Yeah. It's just girl oh. swim. So if, if, if she gets to halfling re-roll her one, then she got a 21 on her deck save. Yeah. Oh, got it. Oh, hell yeah. Then Petunia's not in the water. Traitor! How is it Petunia still on the boat? The clumsy uh, uh, rolling shenanigans. Yeah, and we'll, we'll say that... I probably uh, got caught got, in a rope or something. Yeah, I got caught on a rope and... That'd be hilarious. Up... She's getting flown over and then just... <laughs> yep. It's like a dog at the end of a leash. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. For... for... It is She's prone. prone. Is yeah. prone. <laughs> but Fair. is in the water. It might be it's a 21, not, but you're still Petunia. 
Could I cast Featherfall on me and say so we wow. don't splat on the water? <laughs> I can't see you. Uh, the true. fall to the water isn't going to be high enough to do any damage. Okay. Um, so... Uh, Can't I, like, not swim? Isn't that something we decided canonically about being... I don't think any of us can swim. Oh, wait, water walk. I'm pretty sure I don't know how to swim. Anyway, here's water walk. definitely something that you can can, (laughs) can do on your turn if you so wish. Yeah. Do I? All right, so... Where is it? There it is. Do you have their list of initiatives? Can I I switch out Feinstein for another spell? Huh? Can I switch out Fine Steed for another spell? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah I absolutely. forgot I'd taken that. No, of so. course. Yeah, it's, it's been days. Yeah, You're yeah. Absolutely. Been I just since we were about to get in a fight, <laughs> I wanted to get permission. Um. Okay. All right. I got. Uh, all right. Go again. Uh, initiative. Initiative. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Finley. Nineteen. Oh. oh. Uh, Not again! Uh, Karina. 14. Jesus Christ. Seisha. 2. Cool. Harold. Wow. 25. And Petunia. 16. 16. Blood die. My rolls are not good tonight. (laughs) No, I've barely gotten... I haven't gotten anything above an 11. Jesse, all my bad luck. 11. He's taking Why all of our luck that? with his awesome Why? I did it on purpose. Ah, fuck you. Why did you come all the way here? I knew it. <laughs> this is the power of Eisenstein. <laughs> Eisenstein. Okay. That was a power play the whole time. The I wanted no, to. No, not third level. Uh, then nope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Abe would say it, Jesse cannot. I was about to say that gross laugh yeah, came out of me because our brain linked in Petunia. Petunia. Karina. And Karina keeping it keeping it real with that initiative. <laughs> okay. Um, for those that dropped into the water. Rip. Um, actually, I'm gonna do that real quick. Okay. Um, you see Mm-hmm. A large mass oh, uh, under the oh, ship. Love that for us. Um, Sounds great. Do you? Because I don't. Hands and it up. is it's me. very big. It's me. It's me. <laughs> um, and I would say, how interesting. Um, Does dark vision count for what we see in this water? Uh, you'll get to know what it is. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and you all that are in the water, like that impending dread and doom, and just. He's a dick. Sorry. Continue. It almost sounds like voices <laughs> echoing into your mind now that you are oh, in the water. For those that are above the water, it just feels like that constant dread. Um, but it's almost like there's whisperings in the back of your mind no. for those that are in the water currently. I am see any... traumatized by how often I hear voices in my head. I know. <laughs> Do we see any like yellow powder or anything in the water that um, can make us uncomfy? Not no. yet. 
There's uh, no yellow powder in the water. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> Gary L is gonna scream, uh, uh, people overboard! <laughs> uh, uh, and we'll start uh, issuing commands to the crew to start uh, throwing, uh, you know. Who can get him out? I can lose this. Can you? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, We're going to Icebergia, baby. Uh, she'll move here and uh, is going to bonus action lend you the health action from all the way over there as she says, if you can do it, get him. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll look to um, one of the twins who's up here. The other one uh, is down below deck, uh, potentially getting armaments to, uh, if, if needin needed. Uh, load the cannons, rig the ballistas. Something hit us. And we hit something. <laughs> yep. There's uh, something big down here? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm underwater, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, Harold. I don't see it, do I? No, you do not. <laughs> Shit. All right. Shit. Shit. Uh, I'm going to... A little shit. A little shit. A little shit. Um, I'm gonna try to. <laughs> Fuck. This is so bad. Oh, where is it? Ah, oh, there we go. Ah. Uh, I have to touch them. I can't touch them. Oh shit. 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 Yeah. shit. Uh, v, just to so you know you're up next. Do I see? Do, are any of them above water that fell off? Um, I mean, there are some that are visible. Like they're underwater now because they just went off, over, like over and down. Like Karina, those who aren't wearing heavy armor. So Karina and V uh, are still kind of visible, but Vinley and Sasha, they We're sink gone. in. Yeah. I mean, okay. Black armor. So like. Um. <laughs> Fuck! I don't know what we're fighting to make an image to even... Uh, if that's the case, I will hold action to Eldritch Blast whatever the fuck's about to show up. Okay. Because I can't make them fly without being able to touch them. Alright. Uh, that is... <clears throat> what? Harold, so ready in action? Uh, any bonus actions you want to do? Wait a second, wait a second. Can I see Seisha? You, uh... She is one on uh, the port side. You're on starboard. Uh, and two is underwater. Two yeah. The only can two I people see her, you, though? The only two that you can see from where you are is Karina and V. I think I know Karina can't swim, right? Uh, you know you, V can't. You've actually seen you've seen Karina and Venley swimming together frequently yeah. in the water. Okay, cool. Okay. You, you know that V cannot swim. <laughs> she just brute strengths through it as best she can. Okay. She wades through it. V cannot swim. I will use Das Accordion to cast Levitate okay. and start lifting her twenty feet out of the water. All right. Uh, you lift her. 20 feet to the water, or to, to where her head crests. Sure. Over. Mm -hmm. Dang. It's like a SeaWorld snack. That'll be enough. You 
super deep. Just dangling above the okay. water. Okay, uh, V. Yeah. Alligator farm. Uh, you are currently levitating, like almost like walking on water. Yeah. As you pressed up, and you uh, you can only go up and down as far as like the floating goes, but you're at least up. Okay. Did you well, see anything down there? What uh, happened? There's a giant shadowy mass. I Shit. don't like it. Shit. That's the that's the word of the night tonight. Okay, and, that's my turn. Uh, I will um, rage, I guess, in anticipation. Uh, and oh, will. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Your turn after Harold. So rage in anticipation. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Abe, what you see as uh, Harold starts playing this accordion, and the accordion that he that he is playing, the bellows on it are like ethereal glowing cards that kind of float in between. They're but, not connected, they just yep. float individually. Very cool. And so, and then as he does, you see this like kind of purple glow around uh, V, the Goliath, as she uh, kind of comes out of the water, gasping for air and just lets out this just scream of anger. And you see coming from her this ethereal red glow as three other Goliaths step out from her body they are translucent and ethereal. One looks very similar to her, carrying a similar axe. The other uh, is uh, definitely another, also has like a familial look to him. Uh, and then who is the third one that comes out? God, are there any that are cool boats? The drum one. The drum yeah. one. There's, okay, you can have the, the bardic one. Uh, bardic the, one. The only other one that uh, I would suggest is probably the Beastmaster, the one that, like, chains and uh, yeah, controls okay. beasts. So which one do you want? I guess Beastmaster. Okay. We're okay. going to be up against cool. a massive Got water it. So, beast. So uh, the other one is a very tall, uh, and he has, where you see she has anklers, or anklers, antlers around her mm -hmm. neck. Mm -hmm. The same antlers are crowned on this one as he holds a spear, and then the Beastmaster is this large dude, and he uh, has this gnarly looking, um, like, just angular chain that comes at a hook, at both, like, wrapped around both arms, and he's riding atop, a, a, like, a large riding lizard. I can't. I can't inspire my group during, like, initiative time. It is ten right? minutes of yeah, that's speaking. That that's a lot of speaking. Yeah. Never mind then. Uh, Alright. So, uh, do you want to ready an action to hit something if it comes at you? Uh, yeah, I will deal myself one point of damage to stay raging. Because I have to attack or be attacked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you slice, uh... Yeah. Slice that. Just because, I mean, I'm not going to attack you guys. <laughs> Like, you attack the to, boat. You don't no, have to do it, yeah. Just one, one, two, it's my turn. Yeah, you can do it on oh, your okay, next yeah. turn. Oh, do I have to do it on my next then turn? What? If, if I don't... Uh, it's just by the by the end of your next turn if you don't Okay, so it. I don't have to do that. You don't do have that. to do it right now. Oh, no, no, no. why didn't you tell me that? You were like, I'm just going to let you do it. I am. Well, you do you, boo. Well, I'm not doing that. Okay. That would be very smart of me. Now, would it? All right, what are you doing? Uh, Not attacking anything because nothing's come out yet. Got it. Sounds great. Your so hope. I'm just readying an action uh, in case something comes up. So I'm going to try to, if something comes up, I, hopefully that means I can get an attack of opportunity on them. All right. Sounds good. Um, Seisha. 
all of a sudden, the large mass just swims right towards you. And the first thing you see is this elongated snout of gray and white. And these glossy black eyes. But there's more than just one on each side. As there's multitude that stretch down the side as they get smaller. Three, and I was going to fly over this table. <laughs> there's three on one side. <laughs> and you can see as it comes towards you, the center of this creature begins to get darker and darker. As you notice that it is opening its mouth wider than any fish or shark you've seen before. A megalodon, corrupted by aberrations. As rows and rows of teeth come charging forth towards you. Oh no! Absolutely not. There's a lot of bubbles. All the sit-ups in the world ain't gonna save you now. This hits. I hate it. Thank you. Um, This is like a sci-fi movie. I love it. Yep. Karina's just like, I got water breathing. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. And we need you to make a strength saving throw. I love that face. I don't. You look so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Plus five. 21. You look, he looks like your next Okay. Um, you take 21 points of piercing damage oh! as it just rips into you. Blood begins to pour out uh, from this side. Oh no! Oh, not again! The Bad memories for Petunia. <laughs> really big problems with underwater. Oh, Quippers, but please! It holds on to you and like tries, like swims with you, but you're able to wrestle your way out of it. Okay. Yep. I um, want to stay close to it. Okay. Um, and then it's, it's gonna keep going. Yep. Yeah, it's got movement. Yep. And it's gonna go. No. Over here. Take it back. Yep. <laughs> I cross my arms as I'm sinking. Uh, it does not leave your threat range. Yeah, because it's got a big fat juicy booty. We'll do the next one. Yep. Say she didn't get an attack of opportunity? It is big enough to not leave her. Oh, oh, sorry, that's what you meant. That's what you meant. Yeah. Uh, 17? Shield. Okay. My AC is exactly 17. (laughs) Yeah. So now I have a 22. My shield is, is just. That our friend always says, "Oh, he big." <laughs> oh, he big. I just scream out the spell, and the air bubbles have little skulls in them, and they pop in his face, and he's I like, love it. <laughs> "I love it." Sure. That hurt. Yeah. Uh, Seisha, it will now leave your threatened. Yep. As it awesome. continues to to go, as it comes to Karina. I have to ask you a very yep. specific question. Wow. What weapon are you holding right now? Uh oh. I would assume the. Uh, uh, Clarification: What form? Long sword. Okay. Mm. Actually, no, short sword. I'm, so I can use. So the attack. I'm gonna. I'm. You just went over the boat. Yeah. You were not holding your weapon when you were on okay. the boat. So fair. Your attack of opportunity will have to be an unarmed attack because okay. you have fair. not drawn your blade yet. Totally fair. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was happy fun times. Can I grapple it? You can if you want you to. You can attempt to grapple. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm so gonna ride this sucker. Uh, it will make an opposed strength or dex check or athletics or acrobatics, but yeah. it does not have either. 
16. 16. You grab onto it. Oh! Yeah, you grab onto the tail. One of the, the three tails that kind of go around it, and you are holding on. Yeah! Oh, but as you hold on to this creature, that's fair. You take five points of slashing damage as the shark skin, the denticles, as Mm -hmm. these are uh, razor blades and much larger than they should be. You can see that the top fin is like trisected as it is uh, like one fin has been broken and split into multiples and you can see like sinew stretching across each one um, into the others. Uh, uh, attack on V. I mean, uh, 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 Karina, not V, sorry. Wow. Are you upset? Just that they said my uh, name first without thinking. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that is gonna hit. It's kind of like when a parent Karina. is mad and they just start screaming names. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All lies on the center of the room. 22. I'm gonna take 22 points of piercing damage, and I need a strength saving throw. Oh, I need. And also hellish rebuke in the second. Um, oh yeah. Uh, no shielded. Right, 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 right. Uh, hellish rebuke. Great. Uh, uh, and then cast it because I'm doing it at uh, fourth level. Sounds good. What are you doing? Hellish rebuke. Hellish rebuke. Okay. Uh, and then uh, 30 points. Got it. <gasps> of uh, what is hellish rebuke? It's fire damage. Fire, yeah. Fire. Okay. 30 points of fire. Cool. Um, oh my boy. <laughs> and then a strength saving throw. Yes. Uh, Vinley, you're up next. Oh. Abe, you're in the hole. 12. Uh, that is going to be a fail. You are grappled by ah. it as you are in its mouth. I think. Hold on. It. No, uh, you're good. Oh, oh, uh, Vinley. Me. My turn. I cast Alter mm-hmm. Self on myself, and I take my aquatic adaptation, uh, and I'm going to uh, shark. Oh, hey, we're both sharks. I'm going to... Uh, that would be that. So uh, before you go... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Bring it. Guppy. It's more so later action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, yeah. and then... And where are you moving? Um. <laughs> so that that is uh that that's the layer action. So you can uh can I move? Oh god. <laughs> Closer to the like side of the boat, like where I can still see like visual on him, but be kind of protected and looking oh. under the boat. Okay. Uh, got it. That's where you are. That's your movement. Your action was to cast, mm-hmm. and Alter you are self. now in your aquatic form. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, any bonus actions? I don't suppose. Okay. Not this time. Got it. And by yes, that I nice. mean I Abe. don't have bonus actions. Yeah, so um, I told the captains that I was going to save people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how does uh, object interaction work? Uh, <coughs> it's free action uh, unless... What is the object you're trying to interact with? 50 feet of rope. Yeah. All right. So I get my rope. I know about this. So I jump over the side, uh, just directly perpendicular to the boat. Yep. Um, and, uh, I look around and I see one shark, two shark, and no friends. 
Uh-huh. You see Seisha clinging to the back of the Do I see that? Chart. Uh, what's your passive perception? Pretty good. Uh, 14. 14? Uh, you definitely see Seisha, uh, and you see Karina. Like, you can see, like, a cloud of red uh, as well. Abe. Yeah. I need you yeah. to make Uh-oh. a sanity saving throw. Sanity. I don't want to say this. So that is going to be the average of your wisdom and intelligence modifier. So All right, so plus one. Yeah? Okay, mm-hmm. plus one. All right. You do have the health action, technically. Mm-hmm. So, so if you... So would that provide... Uh, uh, advantage. advantage. All right. Um, so that's, uh, that's 20 on the first that, roll. Okay, yep, yep. No need to use the health action. As you dive in, you see <coughs> this aberrant form of a megalodon, this massive great white that isn't what it should look like and it tries to warp your mind and you hear as soon as you dive in all of those whispers just bombard the back of your head and where you're used to hearing the curse that is drowned out and it is impossible to understand the words that are being echoed into your mind currently and um you have uh just uh, fyi um you are sorry, Harold. Uh, just so you know, you can see the dark shape now as it comes over the other su- underside of the the ship. Just so you know. Oh, he big. <laughs> he big boy. That's a big bitch. That's yeah. a huge bitch. That's a huge. So that's not what I was expecting to see. So at this point, I have just used yeah. movement. Yeah. Correct. How much movement do you think? Um. And then just dropping, uh, we'll say that is uh, 25 feet feet of movement, and then you're kind of sinking, so every five feet you want to sink, it's going to be, uh, or swimming, because I know you have a swim speed. Yeah, you have a swim speed. Yeah, it's pretty good swim speed. Uh, So, um, how does uh, throwing icicles work underwater? (laughs) Are they piercing? Is it I, in spirit, perhaps, but uh, this is, we have homebrewed some bullshit. <laughs> uh, you can only, yeah, uh, can only be in the first range increment if it ha- if it has a, you know, double range increment. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it automatically misses. But I only uh, have sixty. You, okay, you have no a, a range, a first range of sixty. Yeah. You're within range. All right. Um, well, uh, since this is not what I was expecting to see. And I'm gonna say that you're you're normally throwing a dagger underwater would have uh, disadvantage, yeah. but yours when you throw it is like almost like a torpedo yeah, and okay. less like an end over end okay. dagger because your ice dagger. Are you sure? Special. I don't want to. Unless. Unless. Yeah. Don't so want to make it. But yeah, you can roll regularly. Yeah. It has disadvantage unless it's a crossbow. Yeah. Weapon that is like that list. Yeah. Okay. So, I just want to make double sure. You're, you're rolling it regular. All right, rolling regular. Do I have my health action? You do. You would, yeah. I would like to use it on the, th- the first one. Okay. I would also like to use, um, um, if it is all right. Uh, it is called, um, sorry, it is a sharpshooter. Where you take a Okay, hit. you can do a minus five plus 10? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. All right, so I'm going to roll with advantage. Sounds yeah? good. Uh, with the first one, and you see he this one is important. And so he takes one of the protrusions off of his shoulder and snaps it off. And he aims for the mouth of the creature. And he throws it 
Um, let's say it's 17 to hit plus, uh, uh, plus roll, 9. Roll, yeah, roll again to see if you crit. Sure. Uh, no. Okay. 17 plus 9 to hit. That is, is the plus 9 with the minus 5 already calculated. That was, oh, sorry, so 12 plus 9, so that would be 21. 21. 21 still hits. Yeah. So you will have the plus 10 to the damage. All right, so that's um, this mini plus 5 plus 10. Oof, not great. Uh, 4, 5, so that's 15, plus 21, 22, 27 plus 15, uh, 37, 41, 42 points of uh, whatever Ooh. kind of damage we have decided it is. Nicole. Core damage, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so say that total again. 42. 42. That's the answer. Beat me to it. <laughs> I knew someone would get it. Uh, yeah, it pierces, and you see as it, like, hits the skin and shatters, um, doesn't seem to pierce as well as it should. Yeah, it's wrong. Um, it's definitely, like, that... The ice dagger should have pierced a lot deeper into that. As it hits, you almost see the ice kind of like dissipate a lot quicker. Like it melts quicker. I wish I could do that. <laughs> um, uh, bonus action, uh, uh, the rogue bullshit. I would like to dash. Yeah, absolutely. Straight up, uh, 30 feet in the air. Are you, are you trying to get anybody in particular? Or oh, I'm not trying to get anybody. I'm not very strong. There's a big fucking thing down there. I will try and kill it. <laughs> uh, are you just going up with the rope? Or are you leaving the rope? Uh, I've just got kind of the rope kind of dangling. Uh, it, it, would it be? I didn't want to metagame. Uh, would it be all right if I like left the end near somebody? Yeah, yeah. I, I would have said because Gariel gave you the help action, you left one path like on the the deck. You can see like she's already going to it to, to tie up or grab or something, yeah. right. and you went down with the other. You're end. good with so, that, all right? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so I would just kind of leave that near my mass of friends because I don't know if handing it to somebody is all right. Sure. Oh. Uh, well, free action has already been used. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you can just let it go, and it'll probably drift close to where. And Seisha, you can see that the rope that Abe comes down, swimming mm -hmm. down, throws this ice dagger that he pulls off of his shoulder. The rope is now drifting down in your general vicinity. Uh, and Abe goes high. And in bonus action, you see um, uh, he, he makes like a spiral slide coming out of the water, and he just kind of skis up. And it's just nice. kind of in the air. Nice. I'm pretty sure you can make it back up to here. Sure, let's do that. Um, that's that's as good as anything. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, what's your, your speeds? 30? Uh, 30 swimming, 30 flying, 30 running. Yeah, the 30 all around? 30 all around. So, and I yell, uh, big fucking monster shark, don't look right at it, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. 30. And yeah, you get, I mean, ice sliding up and back onto the deck. Uh, probably more um, uh, animated than big fucking monster shark says, a big monster shark, don't look at it in its mouth, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Oh, jeez, my cats are fighting. <laughs> uh, it doesn't think ice is shit. It doesn't think a lot about ice. Um, Harold, your ready to action could go off if you wanted it to because you can see it. I, I levitated, remember? Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, you did. Um, at the end of your turn, yeah. it is going to use a legendary action. And it is going to do that. Yep. Uh, it is going to chomp down on Karina. Oh. 
That hits. Oh. All right. And wait, wait. Oh, hold on. I might be able to help here. Uh, we really got to buy me some better armor and port. Yeah. It is. I go. I don't know if the creature's immune to being charmed or not. Uh, I think it has to be able to hear me as well. No, it doesn't. It doesn't actually have to hear me. It just has to be within 60 feet of me. Is it within 60 feet of me? It is. I will talk shit at the shark. Okay. <laughs> what do you say to the shark? I heard ghost stories just a few nights ago that are way scarier than you, you stupid shit. Imagine how much work the elder I did to send a fish all the way out here. <laughs> uh, and I will subtract eight from the roll. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that an eight does not. Real, but no, that does not do what she is. <laughs> All right. You see it, it not necessarily chomp down, but it, as it does, it, you feel it trying to swallow you. It tries to chop up my staff. It's just like in between yeah, the yeah. jaw. <laughs> <laughs> your, your teeth come down, my staff goes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Just Gandalf in the Balrog. That is, is now Petunia's turn. Karina, you are in the hole. Mm -hmm. Or up next. I am in the hole. It's his mouth. Yep. Oh, no. Petunia, what are you doing? So I'm I'm, I'm kind of uh, flopped over the edge, as it were. Correct. You are. Does that mean I can, I, I can see the shark? You can. Excellent. I would like to try casting Banishment on it. All right. Mm. It's a charisma save? Correct. Alright, that, that is um That is going to be a legendary resistance. Oh, oh. yeah. I figured. Hate those. Hate those. It, it, it is. Uh, yeah, it, it rolled a, a ten. Ooh. So rolled real low. Right. Yeah. Uh so yes, it will use a legendary resistance. But as your spell begins to take hold, it shudders almost as if to try and blink it out of this existence, and uh, it wills itself to stay. You should definitely stand up. You doing a you know stand up? I would like to stand up. Okay, now. yep, easily doable, and uh, like cast it like. <laughs> okay, now pull me up, pull me up. <laughs> yep. Uh, at the end, uh, is that your turn? Any bonus actions? Ah, uh, I don't think I can at the moment. Wait, oh. Okay. Yeah, no. I'm good. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, and at the end of your turn, it's going to use another legendary action, and it is going to attempt to swallow you again. That is a 26. Uh, Hellish review. It does not do any damage to you. Uh, Filthy whore. Yep, it just wow. swallows. You are no longer grappled, but you are now considered blinded and restrained. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you are inside, uh, it's, it's, it's... That's all right. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Uh, at the end of that, Karina, it is your turn. Yes, it sure <coughs> is. Uh, immediately, I am popping starry form as mm -hmm. my bonus action. Yep. Holding that up. Uh, or, actually, I'm popping chalice. Okay. Uh, and I am going to cast uh, Contagion at 5th level. Uh, before you get there, at the start of your turn, uh, mm -hmm. the, a 
acidic nature of the stomach of this creature. Is it doing damage to me? Yes. It is doing damage to me. Now it's hellish rebuke time. Yep. But you're going to take 10 points of acid damage. Okay. Also, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. No. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Why does it do wisdom stuff? It's a fish. (laughs) Nope. Failed. Psych damage my ass. I had to mark what I got for contagion so I can do hellish rebuke. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Okay. <clears throat> hellish rebuke is 20 points of fire damage. Okay. <clears throat> and it. I failed my wisdom save. Got it. Uh, all right, so you were going to also take eight points of psychic damage. As right. that, as that whispering and voices in your mind is just a maelstrom of psychic energy. All right, fuck And you off. hear those, yeah, all of that. And it's a language you do not understand. No, I do not. Anyway, Contagion. Contagion! Uh, yeah. Does a 25 hit? Uh, 25 does hit. 25 hit. All right, so it is now poisoned. And from what I know of my party... Because I imagine, especially a month at sea, all we do is talk about our powers. Mm-hmm. Um, con checks and saves, dex, charisma, strength, or wisdom. What what would I think Honestly, the party needs more help against him with? Like, like your attacks and things. Uh, you know my things are con based for my big heavy hitter spells. Okay. Uh, Then I am... So as Karina is in the stomach, she's like, oh, fuck this. And uh, black feathers molt out of her skin and sink into its stomach as uh, Contagion casts Slimy Doom. And it begins to bleed uncontrollably and will have disadvantage on con checks and saving throws. And whenever it takes damage, it's stunned until the end of its turn. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but it can make the save at the end of, end of the turn. Of its turn. Okay. Yep. yep. But I got four fuckers to take from your saves. God, that is... That's brutal. I think we just recognize the MVP of this fight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't trust y'all when we got on this ocean. I was like, I'm prepping contagion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Okay, yeah. Uh, and that... Slimy Doom takes hold at the end of the three. If it fails three saves, it is when Slimy Doom takes hold, just so you know. And it uh, lasts for seven days. Let's see. But, but it is poisoned, so it are, it has yeah. disadvantage on that save. Yep. Um, all right. So, uh, but that is that. It is it not looking pretty with that. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, Gariel, uh, Harold, start thinking about what you want to do. Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> and then V, you're up soon. Wait, I haven't gone yet. Where's your... Oh. I had a zero, I believe. Right, that would be... Oh, so that, that's why... I'm yep, sorry. So, Seisha, it is your turn. It is your, your turn. turn. Oh, okay. Yay! Uh, at the start of your turn, make a wisdom saving throw. <gasps> <laughs> 28. Oh, okay. Uh, it, is a, it is a pass-fail, no halves, so uh, you hear the whispers, but you fight through it cool. as uh, your vengeance takes hold. Yes. Question for you. Answer. Um, 
would wedging a piton under some of the scales on its ridge on the back be interacting with an object, or would that take That's my action? That's an action. That would be, okay. yeah. In that case, I am going to... I'm going to cast Bane on it. Okay, what does that say? Charisma saving throw, mm -hmm. DC 15. Okay, it fails. All right, so you need to subtract Legendary a D4. Don't, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, I got con saves. <laughs> and my shit hurts. That's uh, gonna be a D4 off of um, all saving throws, attack rolls. Every time D4 just uh, okay, continue. Uh, it, it's a D4 off those or attack rolls. Yep. Okay. Um, mm. Ooh, yeah. off of yeah. saving throws as well. Yeah. Uh, that is there anything else that you're doing? That's your yeah. action. Faint. And um, then. Bonus action. I'm sorry, my original plan got messed up. <laughs> uh, I don't think I actually have a bonus action to take. So, um, can I climb forward on it for my movement? Yeah, yeah, okay. you can. I would like to climb to the mouth using uh, bonus action and movement. Okay, so. So it's. You don't have to use bonus action because it's... Okay. We'll say it's difficult terrain, so you do. Okay. Um, Works so for me. So you move 30 feet up it, mm -hmm. but every time you move... I take damage. You're taking damage. Yep. So, so how many uh, feet? six. Six these... Uh, it, it will be six times. Okay. Yep. Wait, what's it rolling? It's uh, passive it's, it's damage. It's me okay. taking damage. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's it rolling? <laughs> <laughs> Just perpetually an image of Karina with points a fistful of, of D6s. <laughs> yeah. It is just that like, your hands are just shredded. I'm bloody. Okay. Um, Dude, that's Sasha's the fucking shredded. Uh, yeah, Gariel uh, is going to... Uh, going to give you the help there action again. Pack. Yeah. He's going to keep seeing what you're doing. Um, and is... She's for days. Um, She's an apple. Actually, no, is going to give a. Yeah, she, she, bonus action will give you the help action. Uh, and is. She's going in. Ooh. Oh, my baby! Aww. Has not seen you come up. Homegirl! It's no. basically, yeah, where the ocean is, there's a lot of blood that's starting to pool up. Yeah. Baby girl, no! Uh, yeah, <laughs> she, she goes in and actually sees the rope dangling, grabs the rope, and swims down. And that is her turn. <laughs> Please don't forget you need to breathe. I won't. Okay. It's only been six uh, seconds. She, yeah. she grabbed the rope. She's swimming down happened. to Seisha. Look mm -hmm. the rope. Got it. Harold, it's your turn. Yep. I'm just chilling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, yep. I'm just chilling here like fucking Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you. In the whale. <laughs> Gepardo. I'm going to ask I'm V before I do anything. Swim. Are you wanting to stay in the water, or you want to get out? Uh, I would like to be out of the water, because I don't think I'm useful in the water. Okay. 
Uh, I don't really okay. know what to do here, to be completely honest, but what I am thinking is our ship's got some cool cannons. You're not wrong. Maybe I we will... can utilize those oh. somehow. I will float her 20 more feet up. Not an action to do. Yep. Yeah, you're in front of Okay, can I center Get on the boat, I just want to get on the boat. Can I center a synaptic static that won't hit anybody else? Uh it's a twenty foot uh area effect. You can hit its tail. Uh, yes, you can hit the back side of it. But it's uh it will hit the ship, but it's psychic damage and the ship is yeah, immune to it's really hurting that ship's brains. Yeah. Is, is, is there a way to move me to the ship? <laughs> nope, you can go up, up and down. down. Hold yeah, on, up and down, but, but what I can but do is I can end concentration on this spell. Can we cast Wonka Vader so you can go whichever direction? Oh, also, bonus action, I'm going to Hexblade's curse this thing. Is it within 30 feet of me? I want to on my shoulder and shoot it down. Karina uh, is inside yeah. it, and I'm at its mouth, and Gariel is like five feet away from me. I'm sitting here like, is that a tin can? Just 30. <laughs> Perfect. I will hex plates curse it before I do this, and then I'm going to... Uh, Pollution's awful. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to try to synaptic static it to make it even worse than attacking people. Uh, synaptic static, okay. It uh, is it a have, save? Uh, it's an int save, but if it has intelligence of two or lower, it can't Take be affected, but I'm assuming it's not that dumb. Uh, what was the thing about two intelligence? If its intelligence is two or lower, it does not get affected by this spell. It does not get affected by the spell. Oh. Which spell? Synaptic static. Boom. Is it because it's dumb? Yep. It's dumb. Uh, so that, that's, uh, that's my turn. Alright. Uh, V. Yes. Um, reminder, you have javelins. Yeah, and like, how are they gonna cut through water? They would just hit the water. They're piercing. They are piercing. Yeah, but then they'd get to the water, and then they just like slow and just be there. Uh, I'm not. It's not like I have. Uh, it's yeah. not like so I have the strength of a strength. harpoon. She doesn't have, uh, she's too far away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it can't go into that next. Okay. Like I don't think I can throw. Like I'm strong. I just don't think I'm that strong. My hope you was are to higher try in the to air. You, the you may have some of terminal cannon. velocity at your advantage. Uh, okay, you can ready an action to, to do that when you get on the boat. The thing is, she can't. I, I can't do anything because I'm floating. I mean, I guess I could try throwing a javelin, but I don't think it would do anything. Are you saying I can drop you back in the water. I don't. Can any of you hear me? You're underwater. Everybody's no, but he can hear you. Oh, the boat. Uh, yeah, I can tell you guys my plan that I want to get onto the boat to try to use a cannon because I yeah, can't swim. Yeah, I mean, swim. everybody heard the conversation between Harold and V. And she yeah. was like, I want to be on the boat. Like, I can't swim. I can't fight in the water. I can't I will swim. yell to the other cast, the other people swim. who are on the boat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in, all the NPCs, I'll be like, can somebody rope her to this boat? You, you see them starting to do that. But it, okay. on their turn, on the layer action, they'll do, or on, you know, the ship's action, they'll do that. I mean, I could throw a javelin to the ship for them to tie a rope to it to throw it back at me to catch. I mean, there's there's rope on the ship that's already attached to the ship. No, no, I meant like, 
it would be easier to throw the rope to me if there was a javelin attached to it. <laughs> That's my Give point. Give it weight. I, I, I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah. So I could throw a javelin onto the boat for them to use that to throw back at me. Sure. Okay, I do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can easily toss it onto yeah, the boat. Yeah, just toss it, funk, right here uh, next to uh, Compass. Okay. Uh, okay. Who uh, sees what you've done, gets it, and there's not much. The ship, you know, can hold us on for a second, and we'll do that on his turn. At the end of your turn, it's going to use its last legendary action. I did try to ready an action in case it come, lunges up out of the water to yeah, try to attack it. Has it has not done that yet. Yeah. I know, but if it does, just know V's looking for out for that. <laughs> so, uh, so then she can attack it. Two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Monstro. Got it. <laughs> did you forget that was there? Vinley, that hits you as it turns what and the tail <laughs> slaps against you. Uh, uh, Bane, is, does that include attacks? It does. Okay. Yeah, attacks and saving throws. Uh, I, I will also cast shield. Um, 22. It still hits. Okay. It's a solid hit. You're like, ah! <laughs> and it's still a solid hit. But your AC will be that for... Nineteen points of bludgeoning damage. Alright. And uh, I need you to. It doesn't matter. Okay. It, yeah. Yeah. Because you're in water. Yeah. I got a nineteen plus five on my concentration. Got it. Check. That works. <sighs> uh, all right. And now it is its turn. Uh, okay. It is going it to certainly try. <laughs> chomp down on. Oh, it also has disadvantage on all attacks. Oh. Okay. Because it's poisoned. And it's poisoned. <laughs> Take that damage away. Yep. <laughs> Fish are for eating. They're not so for fighting. So saves and... And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and uh, don't forget the contagion. Fish are for eating. What? The contagion saving throw. Yeah, contagion yeah. saving yeah, throw go. as well. It's also poison. Uh, start of its turn. It will make that saving throw. Minus two. And minus two and minus... And disadvantage. Okay. So... Fails. <laughs> All right, one fail. Uh, okay, that is. Uh, it is going to do a bite on Seisha. Oh. <laughs> a bite on Gariel, and then one of those. That is a. Uh, that hits Gariel. That hits Seisha. Then, uh, up and uh, for the one that hits Seisha, I will shit talk the shark. For Seisha, okay, and shit talking. Shit talking. I've got the lovely little cannot. Do 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 do. Mr. Olsen sitting in the six away from Seisha's attack. Six. Yeah. Uh, okay. Take six away from Seisha. It'll miss Seisha. Okay. Uh, so on Gariel. That is uh, 25 points of piercing damage. Will uncanny dodge. V, it breaches. Yes, I attack it. Okay. Uh, I swing, this, attack of opportunity. This happens at the same time. Opportunity! Woohoo! Ooh. 
She doesn't Scroll say up. it like that, but you know. That? I do. I no, 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 no. Like okay. that. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and then we're gonna do some. I believe this hits you. Twenty-two. Oh yeah. Why are you running, ho? <laughs> He's collecting rings. As it comes up <laughs> and its body slides across uh, the ship and just reaches out and bites onto Abe. No! Pointy. Uh, O'Dariel needs to make a strength save. Yep. He's. He passes. He's tipping. Got it. He's tipping. He's. I can see him moving. Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll wobble, but he, he won't go anywhere. Okay. He weebles well, and he wobbles, but he don't way. fall off. Hey, we'll do that with Kevin. Uh, strength save, Abe. Strength save. 31 points of piercing Ooh. damage. No. Can I uncanny dodge? No. You absolutely that can. And do, do it, make that down to 15. Thank you. Okay. Rogue's gonna rogue. No, sir. Rogue's got a rogue. Uh, strength save. You made me Irish again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your accent work is actually just, amazing. More, just wanted to point uh, that father out. Father Oliver is deep so in your soul. <laughs> that's a uh, uh, zero. Uh, no, I'm kidding. That's a, that's a three? Okay, yeah. You are grappled uh, so as it... No, buddy. Takes you in its mouth. You yep. are now with it. Like many of those. <laughs> That's gonna be. It's gonna be funny if if can oh. swallow and Karina's just Maybe. in there having built oh, like God. a little tower of tin well. cans. Yeah. Like this is nice. What did you have in here? <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you make your attacks, B? I haven't. One attack because your your first attack was javelin onto the ship, and then your second javelin can go into it. Okay. Well, I thought it. Okay, so I'm I'm javeling it. Okay. Yeah, it is not. Yeah, it's not in me- in melee range. That's gonna be a twenty-nine to hit. That'll <laughs> definitely hit. So casual. Good to know. Uh, that's <laughs> gonna be. Uh, oh wait, sorry. Can I smite? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. No, that's... no. It's a missile weapon. Uh, ranged weapons don't smite. Range weapons don't smite. Special, remember. Okay, it just takes damage. twelve points yeah. of damage then. Twelve. Got it. Yeah. I had I hadn't attempted to smite with the javelin Sorry. yet, so I really wish you could smite so, a range. Zaraj has a special weapon that yeah. allowed him to yeah. do I see, I see, okay, yeah. So that's what I do. Okay. Um and then it will it hits and then it starts to go back down. Damn. Um, well so, I did so I contributed. You're welcome. But, oh yeah, it's good. Uh C grappling or mm. Mm. Uh, 18. Uh, and disadvantage. Okay, rolled really well. Uh, it beats. Yes. Okay. Um, you're in the water as it uh, dives back in. You just can't hold on to the rush of water okay. that uh, rips you off of its back. Right, so Sisha is off now. Now I'm sinking again. <laughs> you don't like that. Yeah, Gary was like, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, is Gariel also holding on to it? No, didn't okay. get to it. Was it. was swimming towards it with the rope, and then it went up, and then back down. And is it? It's a water creature. It's moving around, baby. Yep, baby. Um, yep. Layer. Uh, uh, the compass is gonna go over and is gonna toss. Gets it. Tosses your javelin back to you, V. All right. And catch it. Catch it. Yep. And then we'll start to pull, pull you, and we'll pull you. Onto that. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Um, Just what I wanted. 
Uh, you should be able to find Nick on yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm just, uh, Arrakis and Carrick will, uh, you I, see them, uh, take the ballistas and point them, like, nearly straight up into the air. Um, fire them so they go up, reach their apex, and come straight back down. Um, hopefully to hit the shark. Damn. Nope. Oh, um, yep. can I hit? Uh, so Arrakis shoots okay. up, it comes down and goes into, but just you see it like just scrape off of the thick hide. Um, and Carrick's uh, uh, the, uh, the, the string, the pole, it's not a string, but the rope uh, snaps <sighs> as he rolls a one. I have a question about cannons in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're constructed. <laughs> That's a nice pop. But the black part, can you just like take that off of the cart part? Uh, you can iron. most certain. Oh, you can absolutely it. try. I love this mindset. I see where you're going with it, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, there will have to be rolls in order to make it okay. happen, but okay. it's not a no. <laughs> it's definitely not a no. Finley. Hello, it's me. Am I within 30 feet of it? Because it just went up and Get down. The floppy yeah. ruler. Uh, it is. Actually, it's going to be more here. Oh, yep. hey, girlies. So because it's going to move, hey, move closer to you because it has a very <laughs> big swim speed. So it's coming. It's literally swimming right for you. Sorry uh, to the audience that can't see <laughs> jack shit uh, right now. Finley, before you do anything, you go to the other. Wisdom yeah. saving throw. No. It's still baned, right? It is still baned, yeah. Just making uh, sure. 16? Yeah. 16? Does not pass. I like a little anklet that's got going on. You take 15 points of psychic damage Ooh. as you Seven. do. Does the fish do psychic powers? You do understand. Understand uh. this language. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. And I only take seven because of uh, my psychic speech. resistance. Yep. And but it is. I pass my The mind of a beast trying to convey the will of something that created it. And it's hunt, kill, hunt, perish. And I say it as my eyes go black and my veins blacken, and I hold out my hand and I cast blight. Nice. Okay, and that is uh, what save? Uh, con. Con, it does have a pretty good con, but it is bane. And it takes yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's it's about to get a uh, one uh, okay. one minus. So you know what? It makes all the difference yeah. sometimes. Seventeen. Did you get the minus one in there? That is a okay. minus one. No, that's my spell save. Yeah. Okay. It still, still takes does half, half yeah. damage. If Aaliyah would have gotten a two, <laughs> I can kill him. Uh, fourteen. 22, 24, 29, 31, 
And I just, <laughs> uh, At the end of your turn, it is going to attempt to swallow Abe. Uh-uh. It hits you. Oh, disadvantage. It has disadvantage and, and baned. Uh, Wait, and it's the start of its turn, so it has to take the, it has to it do the. It is not the start no, of its turn. It's a legendary oh, action. Okay, a legendary action. action. So, uh, minus two, that is, uh, it's a dirty 20 to hit you. Oh, yeah. Um, that, I think that hits, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you are home. Less swallowed. Less swallowed. You are oh, blinded hi. and restrained, oh, and you're unless in there. anybody has any uh, uh, reactions they want to use. No longer grappled. If I hadn't already used it. Yeah. Wait, did I get an opportunity attack when it left my radius? Uh, to regrapple it? You did not. If you want to yeah. make that attack, that's sure. fine. Sure, sure, sure. Just. Oh, and okay, that's a. Abe, do you see all this garbage? We should really clean up these really oceans. Gross. Yeah, it's, I feel like the the real message is that throwing shit in the ocean corrupts the sea life. Exactly. We really should. <laughs> Druid's gonna Druid. Twenty one. Twenty one hits. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, and <laughs> I move half my movement soda. speed after hitting him. Okay. Because of one of my. Uh, Yep, abilities. I know it's to, yep. Yeah. Vengeance Paladin. Yep. And I'm gonna smite. Okay. Okay. Uh, you, uh, your, your movement is sinking a little further down. Sure. Um, Unless you want to make uh, an athletics check to swim. Let me do damage first. Okay. Abe, you're uh, up next. Petunia, you're in the hole. <coughs> 30 plus 4, 34 points of radiant damage. Uh, and as you slash into this, more of the shark scales, the denticles, like, explode off, mm-hmm. and you take 3 points of what? slashes. <laughs> There's just, like, a yep. small hole in Kriya's, like... <laughs> it doesn't cut all the way through. It just yeah. breaks off some of the uh, the shards. Yep. Uh, Abe. Yeah. So. Oh, and I... half my movement speed towards yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just do. But you are continuing. What are you doing? Yeah. Um. Am I in the mouth or am I in the stomach? Uh, you're, you're in the, the stomach. 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 You're right. with I me. You I need you to make a wisdom save. Yes, I'm safe. Yes, Wait, when did it get over there? Take... Is it? Jeez. When did it move over there? I don't know. Yeah. Should you have gotten an attack of opportunity for it like, leaving from being close to you? Did it move? How did it move? I don't know. Oh, oh, because I had to. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you had to put thingies on. I had to get Abe out and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wisdom saving throw. And you'll take um, nine. So uh, I'm going to use uh, ice bolstered knack, and I'm going to expend one of my psionic energy die to see if I can make that. Uh, so that is a 19 on the die. Okay. Uh, plus, know, yeah. uh, plus five, so uh, twenty-four. Uh, you take uh, no damage as uh, from psychic, yeah. but you do take nine acid damage. Nine halved, because I'm a water genasi, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, what is your action? So um, you are blinded and restrained. Blinded and restrained, and um, so I uh, will. I have very few options at this so point. Attacks are at disadvantage. Right. And if you have something that says you must see the creature, you technically cannot see it. Can't see anything, so I think I will make. Um, um, 
How does a sneak attack work when I'm in proximity to it? Well, stuff. It, normally, if you were inside uh, and you were in, the only one inside, even things outside, it wouldn't. Be, but since Karina's right next to you, yeah, yeah it'll work. I'll, I'll give it to you. So. <laughs> All right, I'm not trying to like be. No, 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 no sure, yeah. 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 Uh, and it doesn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. So. All right. Um, I think. It's got a uh, toothpick stuck in its throat. Uh, this time, um, instead of uh, manifesting the blades in my hands, I will just grow them off the ends of my elbows uh, and give uh, one uh, just to the esophagus. Um, and let's see here, that's... Um, that's disadvantage. Disadvantage, yeah. Yep. Um, so disadvantage. It's a three and a two. Ooh. I don't think either of those hit. Um, <laughs> give me your total. Total. Um, well, uh, if I think it fails, I can do a cool thing, but I don't think it's even worth the uh, resource. Um, but uh, that would be uh, seven on the good one, or I could add a d10 to it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so. I'd say, like, as you're getting in there, you, you try, and it just, like, closes up on you sure. too much uh, for you to even make the attack. Um, I... Hold on. Oh, that's the wrong one. Make sure your thing is right, because even with a two, it should be more than seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's plus nine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a so eleven. 11. I mm. I will let you know. Sure. You know what? The thing is, it only expends it if it I is, fail. It is. It is. Oh yeah. If, it, if you I got it. Yeah. Sure. I, I think it, it only expends it if you if it. you succeed. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you may have, have a thirty percent chance. Let's try it, huh? Do it. That's a six. Six, and that would be a total of, I think, uh, 17. 17. Yeah. That does not hit. Yeah, you right. can't pierce the thick, tough, muscular uh, of the gullet. Understood. The uh, thing about um, soul blades is we get a bonus action. Yeah, you do. to manifest another one. So I'm going to try it again. Okay, this good. was a D4 this time. Uh, so uh, that is uh, another two. So mm. should I try it again? Yeah, I should. Yeah. Oh, wait, I, I rolled a d10 for one of those. So it's a five <laughs> yeah. and a, uh, this would be a five. Uh, yeah. So a five uh, plus nine is a, a 14. 14, maybe? there's a higher chance. Let's no. try it, yeah? Yeah. Uh, this is another six. A six? Just a dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. All right. Nice. So this, this time, a little smaller uh, icicle throws off the <laughs> forearm, and I give it a d4 plus five plus sneak attack. <laughs> okay, sounds great. Uh, I'm to exclude the shiny. Let me prep something real quick. <laughs> prep it. Use the H one. Preparation H. Ah. Uh, <laughs> two, six. Uh, Twenty-five. Sixteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-four plus five is uh, twenty-eight. Cold damage. Yep. Got it. Right. Right. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, pierce into it, and it just, you know, that crystallized freezing you feel, and it, you pull it out, and you're still chilling in the stomach. Yeah, it feels like this all the time, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and once again, it feels like the damage you're doing is yeah. not as much as it should be. Um, and then I say hi to the mm -hmm. droid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, up at, mm, at the end of your turn, it is going to use uh, a legendary action to chomp, chomp down at Vinley. No. Uh, it is going. No. Nope. Oh, hold on. 
And D4. Oh, yeah, it, it's, I think it doesn't Is matter. It, it's, it's still going to It's uh, a legendary action again. It gets three legendary okay. actions per Four. round. I, I, yeah, it's... Still going to hit. What's the total? 24. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. Even if I shield it. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, and... Slapped you're it. going. Uh, it is just gonna. It's gonna bite you. Ah! <laughs> ah! Wow! Yeah, trying to save from you. It's gotta be getting full. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> so eighteen points of piercing damage. Ah! Wow! Ooh, ooh. Uh, you are grappled. Ow, 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 Give ow, me ow, a concentration ow, check. Uh, and Petunia, your turn. Yeah, it's okay. uh, fourteen. Ah. Uh. I'm still a fish. I go after Petunia, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let go of me. Uh, Petunia. Um, I'm going no. to... Uh, second verse, same as the first. Try and banish it again. Okay. Now we get to answer the age-old question. What happens to the creatures inside the creatures you banish? That's that's what I'm I'm also trying to, I'm, I'm trying to find that out for multiple reasons. <laughs> well, it's been real. All of them spells. Well, uh, if if it, if you guys get banished, it'll be harmless demiplane, so y'all will be fine. Wouldn't they still be inside its stomach? But what it would probably go somewhere else. Oh, maybe we're fair. about to find out. But or what happens just to the banishment of someone up from this world? As long as it doesn't last a minute, you will come back. Okay. So what you do, you're, you're doing? You're doing banishment. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I can have uh, Karina and Abe yeah. also make some rolls real quick. Sure. Oh God. <laughs> Say I don't see this coming. Yeah. <laughs> Probably answers my question on the other one. I mean, if she targets a creature, does it hit every creature inside the creature? Uh, what can you see? They're not dead. Yeah, yeah, we're looking. We're looking up. Yeah. Yeah. What have you done? I've been I've been researching this for a while. I've been looking through. It's like, is this? It isn't affected by the incapacitation, though. I haven't. Don't touch me. Okay. I haven't rolled before. Okay. So so you are not getting, so you're in the creature. The creature got banished. You didn't. So you're not getting banished, Ah, if that makes sense. So so you're not getting sent to your plane of existence. It's not like a car. But you're not incapacitated (laughs) inside of it. So to clarify, (laughs) you are banished with said creature, not separately. Right. Oh, so they went with they it regardless. They went with it. However, when you are banished, you are typically incapacitated and can't do anything. These two can still attack it. Nice. And it's incapacitated. So nice. It's you and me, buddy. All right, we, we, got this. This. Yeah. we got this. Yep. Yeah. And I'm reading reading rules clarification right here. Uh, if, it, if they get out, they're in the demiplane alongside the banished creature. So that is um, a failure. It may or may not stay behind in the demiplane since it wasn't the target of the spell uh, uh, and the spell fails to pull it back. So uh, basically they would just get pulled back. Okay. Yep. Um, but yes, what did you roll? 
or actually, it doesn't matter because you're inside the creature. You both disappear. It failed because the whole creature failed. So, um... It doesn't resist it? No, it does not. It does not. It only had (laughs) one legendary resistance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, alright. Who was that? (laughs) The grapple drink? Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. Fuck this effect. <laughs> uh, Karina, it is your turn. Yep, motherfucker. Uh, so I'm going to grab Abe and pull us as far back into the stomach as I can, essentially outside of five feet away from its face. You're going for the poopa. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, sit still, don't move, and I'm gonna cast Moonbeam up its throat into its oh. head. Oh. oh. And uh, yeah. whatever you roll, subtract two. I mean, it it's a deck save, right? No, it's a con save. Okay, oh, okay. it can still make con saves. But it has disadvantage on con? It has disadvantage on everything. And, yeah, I have the bane the re- and yeah. minus yeah. two. Yeah, okay. The slimy and doom doesn't hit until it fails three. Got nine. it. That is a con. Mm-hmm. It's still a dirty 20. Did you roll your d4? I did. Okay. It has a really nice con. And the minus two? Yes. Yeah, it has a very okay. good con. So that would mean but it's half. It's yeah. a beefy fish. Okay. And I'm beefy casting it at sixth level. Oof. So come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh half of thirty-two. So sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. And it's gonna stay on its head unless it moves. I'm just gonna carry it with us. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so for Abe, there's now a pillar of moonlight going straight through its head. Uh, and you can feel, like, the the muscles of this thing, although still tense, like, has relaxed a little yeah. bit. You don't feel it moving anymore. You two have no idea what has happened. You're still mm-hmm. inside. <laughs> <laughs> and you just feel like this creature is still living but has relaxed a little bit, as if it's not actively swimming. What are you doing? Oh, it's, it's good to give it a relaxative. Um, so, um, could be stunned. <laughs> we are going for the pooper. Oh, um, fails, fails the 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 contagion oh, conseil. That's, yes. so, that's the second fail. That was the, I thought that was third. Because it was when it happened, its last yeah. turn, and now this. Okay. Turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so then contagion takes hold. And now it has slimy do. Uh, which is now uh, Slimy Doom. Oh. It has disadvantage, or no, uh, disadvantage on... Con checks, con, con saves. Checks, con save. And it's stunned when it takes damage. Yes. Stunned oh. whenever... Stunned. Okay. So, but... I, uh, it's, it's pretty... Sorry, I'm not, ger- I'm not Irish. Gosh dang you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <Giants>. father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a niche so, reference. No one will know until January. I, I, know, I know about it. So it's... Um, it's uh, there's not enough room for me to like throw shit around. It's no, it's it, tight. Yes, All very right. very tight. That's okay. I'm going to uh, just do the That's things that I do bad. then, Great. and because uh, unless its mouth has gone slack and I can see out of it. No. Good. I'm going to. Yeah. And you would have disadvantage, but you have advantage. Yeah. So you attack normal. Normal roll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first one is a big one. Uh, that is a 12 on the die plus a 9, so you hit, it 25. Hits, and it's considered a crit. And it's considered a crit. Oh, yep. That's a lot of dice. Are you ready? I am living <laughs> for it. All right. Um, that's 13d6. No, uh, that that's a 14d6. So it would be a 13 plus 6. 
because remember the the d6 on your weapon is yeah. max is, is max for the first die. Oh, so, so yeah, it's so six plus, plus it's basically plus eleven. Plus eleven. All right. So yep. so I'm gonna roll this twice and then add eleven. Yes. Yeah. Yep. If that's six d6. This is now six d6. All right. Uh, so this plus eleven. Um, so that is uh, oh. four. Uh, 10, 15, uh, uh, 21, and, and uh, 22. Okay, yeah. the first six. And, yeah. and then uh, the second six. Uh, six, 10, uh, 16, and, uh, and uh, 18. So 22 plus 18. Uh, 40 halved? 40, and then roll another d6 because your sneak attack is 66, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's just for the, the weapon. Regular. Another four, so four, 44. So 44. Plus uh, 11? Plus 11. Plus 11. 55. 55 halved is 22. No. 55 halved would be 26. 27. 26 or 27. 27. Okay. Did I, we're going for the poop <laughs> We're going to, we're just going to try and slash our way down the lower intestine. <laughs> yeah. Really rip that buffalo. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, will that make you guys Um, hey, Abe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing us that swan song. <gasps> oh. oh my god, I didn't even detect the cannon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I do the thing and uh, I, I rip him a new blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> Describe it however you want. You have Karina at your side if you want her aid. Fit her in a demi plane, yeah? yeah uh, you don't know that, but yeah, you are in a We're demi plane. We're about to find out. So you, you see this, the, the shark slowly spinning in space, right? Is that what it looks like? But um, as it, it gracefully pivots in the void, right out of the asshole of the shark, you see a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> and you, once you see uh, the face of ape, Ote and see other hand, you see a tiny hand. And Ote says, draw it. Come, come, Karina. We have much work to do. Uh, and you're in a really nice little reading nook. It's a little library. Oh, this is uh, some we have done. Well, I, I think somebody did something. This is your doing, yeah? No. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm never going to unsee that. <laughs> uh, ever the rest of you, as the shark disappears, uh, oh. Sasha, you're sinking. Still. Misty, step up onto the dock or up onto the deck, thirty feet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting in the water until Karina and, and Abe you, gets back. We'll say if you couldn't, you could Misty step at least to the top of the water and then divine form right. um, eventually to... I'm, I should be 30 feet away. Like, yeah, because you were there at the, the van yeah. and you only went 15 down. Yeah. Okay, cool. Easily could have done that. And then what were you saying? I'm waiting for Karina and Abe to return with shark face. Wow. Wait for a, a while, unless uh, Petunia drops it, and I don't think Petunia's dropping it. Yep. Um, <laughs> I pull Gary out. Oh, he's dead. Do I? <laughs> Wait, is I my probably... my huh? is just the stone with Gretch. Yep, yeah. sure is. Oh. Uh, 
Uh, I was like, Gretch, so we could don't... you call my friends? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Well, it's only what? for a certain amount of time. It's though, for a minute. Right? One what, minute. What happened? It vanished. One minute. Uh, do we? That do I need me. the cannon or no? I I don't know. It just vanished. That was me. Okay. Well, there are two people inside it. He's like well, wherever they are, they're gonna be okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of them's Karina. Did you banish it? Oh. Uh... Yeah. What happens to Karina if she gets banished? She's not from this world. Probably a harmless demiplane. Typically, is what I read when I've studied this. Take stuff. eleven acid. Yeah. Okay, but don't they stay unless away? They get, unless they get banished it's with the shark acid. into the harmless demiplane itself. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I should drop it. Sure. Wait. <laughs> Before you do, yeah. Oh no, yeah. No, you, you, wait, you first. Wait, wait. Oh, no, no, Telepathic bond. Karina, are you okay? Here, you get no response. Yeah, I'm on a different plane. Yep. Yep. You said we are in a library? Uh, a little reading nook, yeah. Yeah, is there books? Yeah, there's books. Can I look for some boobies? <laughs> there are none. Yeah, it's a very... You gotta talk to me one. for the booby books. Does this library look familiar They have all me? of the booby books, and I, I wish I was kidding. think you've seen it. She did go to the bookworm, if that's what it's modeled after. What is it modeled after? What does it look like? Um... You know, it probably, do, it looks like, it kind of, at first looks like the, the bookworm, but it's like, the the, sh the shelves go like way higher than you imagine. Like kind of like- It's like Petunia like perspective. Yeah. Way, but like in the center is almost like a campsite with like, the, you know, a nice little pillow. So is there like a like door in each direction? Nope. Just books. It's so I'm just in a room with yeah. no windows yeah. but, and no uh, doors. <laughs> I will say because it's literally said, y'all, like they, eventually pop back because the okay. spell doesn't yeah. hold you there yes. because you weren't the ones who were banished. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you appear in the water. All of a sudden you guys hear a panicked splashing as uh, they went from being very comfortable and one trying to look through a bunch of books uh, to instantly being in water again. Yeah. <laughs> I swim up as the shark Vinley and Oh, Vinley, thank you. <laughs> Hello. Ready to your knives. And you hear... It's okay, it's Vinley. Oh. Land ho! Do you hear what they called you? I'm neither of them. <laughs> and I let go, babe. I love you. Oh, I'm so uh, oh no, he slipped through my arms. He's nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who's still in the water? You're still in the water? Three, Make me a perception check. Oh, Why did you put your dice away? What do you think? Because it's 12 o'clock. Yeah, what are you thinking? <laughs> Natural 20. Okay. Um, off in, uh, everybody else, you can see that on the horizon, there is an island that has taken form. Uh, you can see that it is mountainous and potentially a, what looks to be maybe even a volcano. Uh, as you're headed in that direction, Vinley, you can see there is three figures in the water swimming towards you. They are humanoid. Mm. Um, well, we have company. Do you stay in the water or are you ice skating up? I would, uh, yeah, I would skate out of the water in like a spiral and kind of get a better perspective. Okay, and you can look out and you see this mountainous island as this is where the map has led you. And as you see, like, are you, you're, you're waving? Yeah, I'm swimming and I'm waving at these humanoids. As they come up, you can see there is three humanoids 
no like not merfolk, mm-hmm. but like legs. Yep, and do they have green eyes? Blues, no. <laughs> uh, one does. So like uh, like a seafoam green skin, Crazy. a blue skin, uh, and uh, uh, and a, like almost like a light like sky blue mm. as they kind of like stop hold up, and Warning. one of them looks at you as the other just start <laughs> to go and they step on top of the water cool. uh, mm-hmm. as they water walk and they look at you all and go who are you and why have you come to Ken's home and that is where oh we're going to end so. oh! <laughs> oh. here we go <laughs> bye guys <laughs> Ethan and Ray literally just exploded. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you all so much for joining us for this uh, episode, and uh, uh, please check out our sponsor, The Midnight World. Uh, Sounds so cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, we didn't make that announcement, but that's still happening. Oh, yeah, and we're giving away Elder's Foundry miniature, or gift card, $50 gift card. Uh, so uh, enter that, we're going to pull that in a second. Uh, <laughs> Ray is real emotional over here. Aww. Aww. You guys do not understand the Im- the immense amount. Fuck of- you guys. Aww. Do you want to keep the map? There's a map. This this. Yeah, I want to keep oh the map. It's a good uh, moment. Uh, I definitely want to say thank you so much, Jesse. For yeah, for for being at the table, and who knows, maybe we'll see you uh, next week virtually as we continue Ooh. Abe's story and and where we are as. What better place for him to find help to be with one of his own? Uh, as was said in his story. So, oh, Ray is Ray is Also, me just now realizing I speak primordial. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been talking to the entire time. Uh, 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 all right, uh, uh, winner is uh, uh, Revenant with uh, uh, a three and a four uh, in the name. So congratulations to you. Uh, we'll be in contact to get that uh, out to you. Be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. That's all this harp has to play right now. Come back next week, I'll have more information for you.